Welcome back, everybody, to the October Country Comics Podcast. This is Devin. Will. God damn, the acoustics in here are pretty damn good. Phineas. Oh. Oh. <laughs> You're not going to give us your name, oh, Barbara Streisand? I, I gave a whole... Barbara Streisand. Okay, I got nothing fair enough. Somebody. Barbara Streisand, Babs is in the house, and I'm still just Kyle. There we are. We're back. There, yeah, we're back. We're Literally. In a, we're in our new store. In the new, new spot. Old store. New old yeah. store. This is where we're home. We're back. Yeah, we're back home. We're where we belong. I think they can definitely tell between the with the ambience. It's very echoey. It's bright. Much, it's roomy. Much it's, like uh, much like Stewie in a wig and a dress. It, just it sounds feels right. It sounds kind of like we're in a theater. We're just playing to an empty theater. In my headphones, the way the way that I can hear it, you it might come off never, the same as you should just, home. You should go for a full theater effect in your head. Don't, yeah. don't sell yourself short. You, you want me to just it? add a ton of reverb so it's just... In your mind, Whoa. yes. In your mind. What are we looking Oh, the at? poster. I, I thought you were pointing to the paint chip on the ceiling. <laughs> just to be like, we missed the spot. Is it the Can Batman it? Catwoman one yeah, that's kind of poking out there? Yeah, it's got just got to get straightened out. It's all good. If you want to see the poster yourself, you can come to October Country Comics, the store. Yeah, <laughs> you, that's you, don't, what... you don't actually have to worry about that poster falling down. It's not load bearing. <clears throat> nice. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're next door to Reno's Pizza. We're for, in the original location. For all those people that missed coming to our store and going over to Reno's. We're literally four steps away now. Yeah. We cannot accommodate you anymore unless we were actually in Reno's. Do you actually walk out and measure with your feet? Like no, one, I totally two, guessed. three, four. There we go. It, I, I mean, skipped. it should be. I thought he skipped I, when he went. I there. actually fluttered. Oh, you fluttered. I fluttered. Less. Pick up a slice of za and come over to your favorite comic book store. Or, or pizza like normal people I say. I was it. literally wanting to no, backhand no, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There's that, yeah. Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> we all just like I don't know. staring at me. We thought maybe you'd you'd have something to You're gonna make that Thanksgiving go pizza it. and bring it in tomorrow or what? Oh, I might do that. God all bless right. you. My old crone Italian grandmother, who is an Italian, would have beat the crap out of me if I called it Za. So that's all I know for my, sure. My <laughs> I figure. my entire family is rolling over in their graves or their urns or wherever they're rested with the idea of Thanksgiving pizza. But on that other note, how do you feel about pineapple pizza? Pineapples. A oh yeah. Pizza. Yeah. It's Thank- wrong. But Thanksgiving yet, it just like passed. Your favorite daughter or your favorite daughter. <laughs> wow. Your daughter's favorite pizza. I don't have a favorite daughter, but yes, one of my daughters loves that type of pizza. The work laptop begs to differ, sir. That's not what it even says, you crazy person. I told her about that, and she's like, "What?" She says it says oldest, not. I was like, "Yeah." It does Steve's say. Nuts. It does say oldest. I know Steve's insane. A little. But. I do like your idea. Jeremy came up with this brilliant plan when we were having Thanksgiving of taking all the leftovers, bringing them to the pizza shop, and having them make a pizza out of it. Ooh. Hell yeah. Mm. Of course, I... Devin had to one-up it by saying, instead of having marinara sauce on it, let's use gravy. Yeah, no, you use the gravy as the sauce, the potato, the mashed potatoes as the cheese, and the turkey and the re- and the, uh, and the cranberry sauce as the topping. I also Honestly, feel... it sounds like it would work better than just adding pizza ingredients to already that loaded amount of just crap on, I feel a, like on the dough. I you have to do it as a Sicilian pie, though. 
Look, there's it's enough. It's the only thing thick enough to hold the, the gravy and everything Maybe, maybe Chicago deep dish. Maybe. I don't I, know if I anything can, can support. That. I don't know if anything can support the density of his potatoes. Well, oh, no, no. Not to what? mention the fact that the butter in those potatoes doubles the sauce. Well, that hold is on. Also that's, true. that's what I was going to say. Why don't you make the pie crust or the, the pizza? God, I can't fucking oh, talk to The pizza crust biscuits? The pizza dough out of the potato. We'd like to thank you for joining How us on gonna, the October Country know, Kitchen Nightmares episode. <laughs> You're not making any sense, I'm you see. Tired. Everybody's tired. It has been an interesting holiday season so far. Yeah. And it's just started. Did everybody enjoy their, their Thanksgiving? Their Thanksgiving was a day of thanks. No, I had not a great, so much that's the what giving. it usually is. I, I personally had a great Thanksgiving. It was it was pretty alright. Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty was good awesome. time. There's a lot of food. But you see, that's the thing. It's thanks. One really bad the, movie. It was hey, entertaining. The movie was, was fine. Natasha Leone is lovely. I do not find that to be an agreeable sentence. I know you don't. I found myself in a position of never wanting to buy comic books again after watching said movie. It's true. And that's it for us. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the movie, you ask? I'm sorry, we're not giving it to you. Yeah. I was going to ask. No. But... I'll, I'll answer for you We, we don't want okay. to inspire... A uptick on that flick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we just got this pretty space back. I don't really want to lose it towards, you know, people not wanting to buy things or come in. Nice. No, if anything, we should just start selling the movie here. Just stop. Can we at least find the poster what? for it? No. Yes. <clears throat> just hang I'm it up. I'm down for this. We can put it on the toilet seat. <laughs> there you go. Aim here. Uh, I mean, all honesty, the movie wasn't bad. I, I thought it was No, it was funny. But... Although I will say, all of us trying to figure out uh, what was hanging on the wall or announcing the different comic books that were hanging on the wall kind yeah, of made the movie had some for nostalgia me. Flair oh yeah. yeah, that was more fun than the movie itself. The main character wore like four Grendel T-shirts. If I promise, if I promise to cut the the name of the movie out, would you would you just tell me right now? Yeah, you, you have to bleep it, was, it when uh, we start. Okay, I'll. You're, uh, yeah, yeah, I can have, just bleep it. bleep it. Yeah, I can bleep it, and, and everyone and with the, the hints. The movie. The what was it? It's wait, is that the DC one? No, no, it's a movie called. Right? It's got uh, it's got Donald Lowe in it. It's got uh, Natasha Leone. Yeah, Natasha Leone. It's got um, the stripper that My, Kyle and I couldn't think of her, or we were like, we know her from something. Michael Rappaport's in it. He Which can. is enough of a reason to not watch it in the first place. But if you don't like Michael I don't know. Rappaport... Well, what, what winds up happening, Michael Rappaport... Don't... Come on. I'm not spoilers. Saying, really, the movie's like 20 years old. Yes, but spoilers anyway. Yeah, I didn't say what happens to him, but I he kind of like... You know, some some stuff that happens to Michael Rappaport that if you don't like Michael Rappaport, you'll be like, huh, he kind of deserves this. I don't know. That was some real cold-blooded yeah. shit right there. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, I didn't foresee that coming in a million years. I mean, years. to be fair, it was kind of like a... It was... As opposed to what could have happened, it was kind of a mercy. Listen, everyone has their breaking point. I Let's just... also be honest. That counter weighed, like, 40 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um... Yeah, but the Thor's hammer weighed way more than that. Yeah. Oh, what was the... Uh, and who was... Uh, what's the other kid's name? The one from a new guy? DJ Squalls? Squalls. Squalls? DJ Qualls is in it. Yes. Oh. What's his nuts is in it? From Princess Bride. Did we say him Carrie already? Was, Carrie L was, yeah. Uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Hmm. He's not playing the Dread Pirate Roberts. He's not. He should have been. Yes. Interesting. Well, I'm Ooh, glad... Danny Masterson. It was an entertaining time. Who was the moist guy? 
Oh, down you know what? That that's the reason that nobody's gonna watch that movie, Danny Masterson. He's been canceled. Has he? Oh yeah. You know what? He did something on the on that show that he was on with uh, Sam Elliott. There was something he did. No, no, it was stuff that he did like years and years before oh, okay. that. Whatever. It was during that show Is that he got that's canned. That's the kid from uh, Gone in sixty seconds. No. No. Which one was? Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I know I exactly what you're talking about. It was well, something that the Church of Scientology like covered up for him like numerous times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They do that, yeah. you know. Yeah, they're they're uh they're on record. There are a as, lot of as doing there stuff are like a lot that. of gay prostitutes. Scientology. That, uh, hey, honey, I've what? got a new game that we can play. Scientology. <laughs> Scientology. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, no. Dude, That's you, you, you want to scar yourself? Watch that Leah Remedy documentary. Yeah, because he was oh. he was uh, on oh, the ranch. Yeah. Oh, with uh, yeah. with with, with um, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott and Ashton Kutcher. Who was the girl in that? No idea. Don't oh, remember. That was the girl from uh, Twenty Four. Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sure that was her, wasn't it? I didn't yeah. watch a single episode. I, I it was pretty good. I oh, actually, the ranch was what, amazing. I love the ranch show. was was good. I stopped watching after Danny Masterson was kicked off, not f- because of that, just because I just didn't have time and I I lost. It was just the it was the way to that watch they it. did it too. Like, I, I, like, I really hated. Yeah, it. he he gets they they just be like he ran away and then they found his motorcycle, but there's no like at the at the edge of a cliff, but there's like nobody. What happened? And that's then that's how I want to go. That's out. it. It's just never. I don't think it ever comes up. I don't. Wow. You probably watch more so than I did. Just Peter Griffin them in that like that episode where he's pretending to be a high school student. Mm-hmm. I'm going up Dead Man's Curve, and you're never gonna see me again. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly yeah. how it happens. Yeah, and then and then they like who replaces him? him? The entire season. Isn't it Zach Braff or something? Uh, who replaces no. him? See, what would have been great uh, is if he got replaced. What's his name? Kristen Bell's ex-husband. Oh, Dak Shepard. Yes. Dak Shepard replaces him. Good Which call. actually, they're still together. You don't need actually. Google when I'm here. Was, uh, I was just really, whatever. normally you're awful with like, you know. She's not hot anymore. Names of actors. <laughs> nice. Me? Uh, Is it, isn't it you? I'm okay. I'm, I'm good with Dak Shepard. I like him. Oh, speaking of shows, I've been watching Community. Oh. It's too <laughs> bad that you can't watch it on Netflix with all the episodes. Or Hulu. That too. Or Hulu, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. But I have been watching, but I've been, I'm on like season two or three. Oh. I'm on the second paintball episode. Uh, yeah. Oh, the That's... two-parter? Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the second half of the two-parter. Just, just too bad you can't watch the D&D episode, which is one of the funniest episodes. Yeah. It's probably the single best episode of that season. I'll try it and find a way. might be the best episode way. of the series. Yeah, I'm sure you can find. Yeah, it. it's been it's had some really great episodes so far. I I quite enjoy it. I'm gonna I'm gonna see it through just, to the end. You're gonna hit a rock bar. The KFC episode's pretty funny too. Yeah. I'll give them that. Well, when does when does because it dips when Dan Harmon leaves the production, right? Gets season fired. four. Yeah, okay. when he got fired. See, season four was uh was rough. That's the gas leak year. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. know. It, like starting like right around there, that show completely goes off rails. Okay, season five and six were great. No, they they're good, but like it's because Chevy leaves after that, right? Uh, yeah, Chevy was uh, politely asked to leave after that. Yeah, it's fair. He was the weakest out of all of them. Well, he also didn't want to be there. He's renowned for having hated the show's writing from the very beginning and constantly complaining. 
and doing all that shit. I mean, he's also a Chevy Chase and kind of a I mean, douche Chevy Chase does that to everything he's on. I mean, that's yeah. one of the reasons why for, for like, years... I disagree. Bill I love Murray, Chevy. Okay, good him, for you. Him and Bill I mean, Murray didn't get along for the longest time. Yeah. That'll find him Well, funny. you can't deny, like, like he, he, he does... Dick wrong. I, I like Chevy Chase, but he's he's a horrible, well, horrible did, person. Did you hear what he said? Like it was two years ago now, or something. Um. Oh my God, Troy came out. I can't think of the actor's name. Donald Glover. Thank you. He came out. I'm really having a problem tonight. That guy, out of all the <laughs> cast members, he had the best career after that show. I musically. Don't know if that's true. None of the other ones sing. Well, no. I'd say, like, musically and acting. Oh, like, combined, so, he had the most lucrative career. So, I guess, like, that. he was talking about, you know, the whole community thing and, like, why he left. And I guess uh, Chevy was just, like, ripping him apart all the time, he said. Donald Glover? Donald Glover, like, okay. making all these awful remarks. Well, yeah, and, I heard. And Chevy was like, yeah, it was because I was an alcoholic. And, like, he no. just, he tried to, like, just brush it under the yeah, Like, yeah, I was alcoholic. an alcoholic, that's well, why. Well, yeah, I heard he said some, like. I just thought it was so funny. I heard he said some, like, racy stuff, but I haven't, I've, I've wanted to look into it, but I want to look into it after I, I view the show, just so I can, like, kind of chronologically get no, with it. Because I watched it, I, <laughs> As Devin likes to yell at me for having it for however long I had it and finishing it like a year ago. Um, knowing all that, it doesn't hurt the show. Yeah. Well, I, know, I know it won't, but I'm, I'm just like, eh, I just kind of want to follow what's going on. But yeah, yeah no, just just to, I, 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 I mean, quite enjoy it like three, a lot. Season three is the best season. I also enjoy the characters they bring in for both five and six. Um, with six, because the one girl, I can't think of her name. Frankie. Frankie is a lot of fun, and I've just started watching Criminal Minds, and she's on that too. <laughs> and I really just like her as an actress. There's something endearing about her, where I watch her and I'm like, I kind of love you. First of all, the best part about season six is the fact that they brought Spawn into the show. Okay. Oh, okay. So I oh, watched yeah. the, David, man. the Christmas episode where Abed thinks everyone's stop motion claymation. Why does Jeff's claymation character look horrifying? Because because they always make fun of the fact that he has a he's, huge he's forehead. He's a huge forehead and his eyes are so like... Yeah, that's the... He that's looks like, like a the, psychopath. That's like the running joke in like the whole show is that his forehead is huge. Yeah, it makes him look... Just awful. He's just terrifying. But yeah, that's that's just been an update with what I've been what I've been viewing. That's literally one of my favorite shows. I, I'm 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 enjoying it quite a lot. Kyle watched it. Kyle did. He enjoyed. He it. he looks like he's pondering or zoning out. Yeah. Also, just for everyone to know, we filmed this on Black Friday, so you know. Yeah. We're all Film? kind of what? Film? There's a camera. There's always Recorded. a when I'm involved. Oh, How was Black Friday today? <laughs> Lovely. Good day. Yeah, it's a good day. Good day. I'm still exhausted from potatoes yesterday. That's fair. Yeah. Jeremy's like 400 pounds of potatoes. Yeah, the next time we do the October Country Comics Kitchen, which uh, probably will be never. <laughs> I love um, this journey. 
We, we can introduce to you what I'm liking to call now white dwarf potatoes. Since they had about the density of a white dwarf star. Yeah, it was. I'm kind of upset at it. They were exceptionally yummy. I, I think what we need to do is we need to have him recreate the same meal. Oh, God. But do it drunk and make it a video. <gasps> Just like the girl who does the drunk. Oh, uh, first of all, I love kitchens. her. I love the drunk kitchen girl. Yeah. I I, she makes and, and second off, uh, yes. I get dangerous. I can't wait for this. I, I will be the person putting the full lemon in your glass of vodka like, like <laughs> she had. I'll do that for you. Are you going to oh, chop God. my onions too? No, no, that was another girl. So Steve can be the girl who chops your onions. Oh, I'll, I'll do chop the, your I'll do the lemon for you. I figured Steve would be the one who would toss the salad for him. <laughs> can we move on? What the hell is happening in this comic world Don't of you ours? Don't at my salad? <laughs> it's hard not to. Oh. Getting into the pop culture world, it's not directly comics, but I wanted, on last episode, we recorded and we um, talked about the uh, the continuity when it comes to uh, Section 31 of Star Trek, and within my reviewing, re-watching, uh, <laughs> my re-watching of, and there goes your mic, and re-watching of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, um... They do, in their first appearance, re- acknowledge that they existed from the point of the Federation's creation. So, like, they have been there through the beginning, but no one knew. No one outside the organization knew. And they never answered to to Starfleet, just to clarify where we were at, when when they are first introduced, at least, which is Deep Space Nine. Can they we get do not show back? up on the Federation. <laughs> no, you're back. I, I put you back up. Oh, okay. It's just, I was talking... And I, I didn't want that playing while I was talking, so I, so I put you back up. But now here we are. We're back. He's drunk with power. <laughs> yeah, I can do that now. <sighs> you could have always done that. But. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh, the comic world. The some upsetting comic world news in the video game uh, industry is the fact that. The Avengers game that they that Marvel poured a ton of money into has tanked. Square Enix too. So yeah. I've heard. That's Square. just an unfortunate, unfortunate kind of situation there. I mean, from what I was watching, Kyle, one of you, I forgot who was playing it. It looked beautiful. It's somewhat enjoyable and graphically pleasing. Uh. The story sucks. Yeah. I I I liked it. I I like I it was meh as a whole. Um but there wasn't like I like the idea of having a video game like this. Like it had so much potential of like a free-ranged world where you can do missions as like different Avengers and create a team and do all of this stuff, but the story as a whole I don't know, it kind of just fell flat. Are you old enough to remember the hype around the original Watch Dogs and all the stuff that they were supposed to have in the game and how groundbreaking that thing was? Mm, kind of. I think but... it would have been about seven when it came out, so yeah, probably not. But no. Anyway, the, the point is the original Watch Dogs had all the hype in the universe. It had all these crazy things that were supposed to happen. And then when they put the game out, not even a quarter of it was in there. So it had yeah. all the potential in the universe to be a fantastic game that wasn't. Yeah. I liked it, but there were a lot of other people who hated that thing and dogged it from day one because of the fact that it didn't have all the things that they said they were going to put in it. Yeah. 
there's so m- that that's also another thing that that the Avengers game has so much stuff in it that's so unnecessary. Like there's a whole gear tier system that really doesn't do anything in the long run. It doesn't even change the appearance of the character because the costume set is an entirely different system. So why? And also the costume sets are awful. Like there's yep. not really much that's interesting to look at and like I, cool. I found Tony's initial costume to be fun. The rest of it was stupid. Yeah. I, I liked his weird. I'm wearing a you know Air Force aviator helmet and. Oh, when nonsense. you when you meet yeah. him again, that's yeah, what I'm talking about his initial costume when he's wearing that. Not not the prequel part of the game, you know the yeah. No. What happened before everything went bad? And Cap, I didn't. I don't think anybody liked Cap's outfit no. in the beginning of the game. I don't like the actor playing Cap. I, Who's the actor? Yeah. I think everybody hates the fact that I look at the cast. The, I don't think. Yeah, I think everybody who played it or everybody that got into it hated the fact that they couldn't get the actors from the movies, because these. People don't look like the actors from the movie. The Tony Stark voice though wasn't terrible. The voice wasn't I, terrible, but honestly, I, uh, Jeff, 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 excuse me, Jeff Shine, is his name. Um, but I, Tony was him. Nolan North. Um, yeah. I didn't. Uh, it wasn't my favorite Tony. Yeah. Like it was like fine. I don't. I don't see Tony as like a. I don't see Nolan North's voice in like Tony though. It's just a particular thing with me, but like, the voice acting in general was also kind of like it was all right. It wasn't great. The the game offered almost nothing when it came right down to it. It was yeah. a game. It was there. It was visually beautiful. Beyond that, crap. Camilla yeah. Khan's not even remotely compelling. Nobody mm-hmm. gives a crap. I thought she was all right. I I think she can come well, off you, annoying at points. You like her as a character too. I barely know her as a character. Honestly, this was my first in-depth look at Kamala as a character. So I thought she was fine. I didn't think she, there was anything special there. but No, even even there, they retconned her. <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew it was a video game and they weren't going to be exactly the way. Just various different things like from where she lives and the family situation and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Her, this fa- was all... her father's really supportive in the game. Oh, yeah. that defeats half the purpose of the I know, character. I know. Like oh. I said, not compelling. Yeah, I did not. I did not know. It's half of what made the original character compelling. Oh. That he was not. <clears throat> but um, he's not. Her mom knows for most of it. Although she keeps it a secret. Yeah. Especially hmm. from the father. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom doesn't even show up in the game. That the only upsetting. family member of hers is her father, and that yeah. shows up. Her mother and her sister are referenced, and it's how she lies to her family and skips out on them. Oh, yeah. oh they. It's a sister in the game. I was gonna say she's got a brother it, in the game. She has a brother in the in the, in the, in the, in the, the box. There was no brother. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember oh. them mentioning other than her mother a, that she a, had a sibling. On a semi-rando, they released uh, set photos of the Ms. Marvel TV show. Did they? Yep. Not a lot. It's like her riding a bike. Hmm. But I just thought that was interesting that they released it. That they were a filming to begin with. I actually didn't mm. really. Yay. I'm sad that they pushed back WandaVision to next year. It was coming out in a few weeks. It was, but they pushed it back. They pushed it. Oh, I thought it was done. They pushed it to like the middle of January. Yeah, it's somewhere in January. It's It's just they pushed it to January. Oh, they're stupid. Yeah, I I don't see the point unless there was some last minute like editing choices that they needed to make. I think that the, the, I think the way, no, I think what what wound up happening was they didn't want to split the the audience on that and uh, Mandalorian. Oh, that's fair. Mandalorian's going to very close to Christmas, I think. 
Yeah. I think it's all going to wind up in the land of the left sock. No, I mean, you know, all the PlayStation 5s, all the new Xboxes, WandaVision, the Black Widow movie, they're all going to be in the land of the left sock. We're never going to see any of this crap. Mm-hmm. Although apparently you can also, though, rent uh, New Mutants for like $5 on Amazon Prime. And please tell me, anybody you've met who said that was a good movie? Anybody? No, I, I still want to right. see it. Did you actually mm. see it yet? No, I actually haven't even heard anybody talk about oh it. Oh my god, yeah. everyone that we've spoken to says they hate it. Oh, that's unfortunate. I've heard actually mixed things about it. I, I, the vast majority of people I've spoken to about it in the store here yeah. have told me that it, they flushed things that were more appealing. I saw one <laughs> review that said it was, quote, all right. <laughs> that was it, pretty much. Averagely, like... You're quoting all right. Ah, all right. <laughs> like, I... It's... Whatever. Apparently, like, at one point... No, that wasn't Ileana making fun of you. That was making fun of them. Yeah. The best yeah, thing yeah. you could Thought get is... Puppet. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, no. Like... Which uh, I kind of am about for a minute. Like, which, if it's uh, used as one comical joke, I'm all about it. But apparently, it's, she, it's used for, like, most of the movie. That Lockie is a puppet that Ileana talks with. Ew, what? Ew. She's supposed to be in a mental institution. Yeah... But that's still kind of gross. Yeah, except for the fact that, you know, you see all the new trailers where she's badass. Yeah, she has her sword, she has all of her spirit powers and the health powers and everything. It's like, oh, so she's not crazy. So she's pretending to be crazy? I don't know. Do like, you, maybe Lockheed like actually Klinger? shows up at the end. What's what's her name? Anna, Anna Lynn Taylor? Something like that. She's amazing. I love her, though. Mm. Do they refer to her as magic in the movie? I have no idea. Yeah, None of us seen have seen it. I was originally, weirdly we enough... We were originally going to rent it when it first came out. Yeah. And then found out afterward that they didn't decide to do an on-demand rental for it hmm. on release day. Uh, I was Strange. originally going to... I was trying... I was yeah. willing to pay like the 20, 30 bucks, whatever the hell they were going to ask for. I was, they just didn't do it. They I was like, going huh. to pick it up when uh, it came out. And when I went to Walmart and even Target, they didn't have it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? No, the guy I talked to at, uh, God, where was it? Best Buy, I think. He said they didn't even bother stocking it. Yeah. Well, the thing with Walmart and Target, I saw the tag for it. Yeah. But they were sold out. Or they didn't buy it. Yeah, you can. No, I meant, why would you put a sticker up, though, in a store if you didn't? Because they get the, you know how it is. You work corporate. Yeah, we didn't put up anything. You get a sticker for a thing, you put the sticker for the thing up, and then you don't get the product, and you go, oh, Oh, we just didn't put the sticker up. I'm sorry, I'm asking a lot. Well, it's zombies in the middle of the night versus zombies in the daytime. I know, that's why I meant, I know I'm asking a lot. You put up a thing, I put the thing out on the thing, you put the thing out, oh, Uh there's no more of the thing. Whatever zombies. I am asking a lot out of that. Yeah, yeah you can only get it for five ninety nine on Sorry. YouTube, Vudu, Google Play, and Amazon Prime. I'm just video. gonna buy it. I'm not even sure what a Vudu is anymore. It's one of the Doll. really yeah, low key. I know what it is. It's the one that Walmart sponsors. Oh, is that? What is it? Yeah, is there anything on the it? One and then the two of them merge together, and it's Vudu now. Hmm. V U D U. Kind of like HBO Max, which See? is becoming like that huge. See, just I actually know what it is. Climbing thing. Wow. I am also like, I have to actually look at HBO Max because of the Hellraiser TV show. That apparently mm. they're trying to get the original actress that played Kirsty to come in. That makes me happy. Hmm. I'm reaching a point where oh. if there was only, if, if I could limit it down and only watch one show, I know exactly what show it would be. And Miami Vice. I don't need to watch anything else anymore. Most of the rest of it's just annoying me. What would you watch? 
Mandalorian. Because it's the most yeah. Star Wars thing that's been put out in years. Honestly, I saw a tweet from from a YouTuber that I watch um, that, that I agreed with, uh, which is Mandalorian is solely just saving the Star Wars franchise it on its own. It completely is because oh. of yeah. the garbage series that they put out. Is yeah. the, what, what are we calling those? The third trilogy? Or are we calling the sequels. It's, it's not a sequel, though. Let's it's the, the sequel, sequel trilogy. Well, if you go movie, prequel, and then sequel, is it the sequel to the prequel, or is it the sequel to the original? Well, no, it's the sequel they're, to they're, the original. They're, yeah, they're, you get my point, though. It's the it third the, trilogy. Yeah, but they call it the original trilogy, and then, they call it the, then there's the prequel trilogy and the sequel trilogy. As far as I'm concerned, Star Wars now consists of the following things. Mm. Episode 4, 5, 6, Clone Wars, Rebels, Mandalorian... Uh, the one I always have a problem with, Solo and uh, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, the rest of it, flush it. It's all crap. Mm-hmm. But honestly, Mandalorian has been amazing so far. We're five episodes in. No spoilers for Devin's sake, but uh, or Kyle's. We both we both haven't seen. Or Kyle, it. or, fine. or I'll just fly across the room at you. Pretty much, uh, pretty much anyone too. that's that's watching this. The most recent episode I watched. Um, it's wow. They just, they open it up and it's just balls to the wall. There we go. You're in it. Um, that's all I can say without giving away spoilers because it just that immediately it just bing. Um, I also yeah. want to I also want to talk about. I mean, episode four. I finally got a chance to watch, and the he is an amazing freaking pilot. Hmm. Like yeah. that episode just shows how good of a pilot he is. Yeah. Taking out the uh, uh, now spoiler alert uh, for anyone who hasn't been watching it. Uh, or you can just say enemy ships and leave it right there. Okay, enemy ships. When he yeah. takes out the enemy ships. I think the entire plot line of the show, with everything they're doing with, um, um, and this really isn't a, a spoiler for the entire show unless you haven't watched season one. Um, Giancarlo Esposito's character. Yep. Like how they're how they're building him up and and the saga where you get with um and this is spoilers for a couple episodes ago uh Bo-Katan's introduction and I love that 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 they dismiss that whole like question that I had with like why doesn't he show his face and when did this become like a thing in the Mandalorian like history like they give Bo-Katan like that offhand line of like oh he's like he believes in like the old crap. We haven't done that in like a while. It's actually not her. It's the guy. It's says, it's, it's oh, one of them. One of those. Yeah, he's one of the one of the guys that believes in like the, the old guy's name stuff. It's, it's so dismissible. Yeah, but no, the the three of them are fantastic. And when you go back and you look at the whole thing about Bo-Katan's background and her relationship with the Death Watch, and the fact that the Death Watch is a cult that are part of the Mandalorians, and then if you go way back in history with the Mandalorians, they never took off their armor, not in yeah. public. But the Death Watch revived that concept. They're yeah. supposed to always be with their armor, have their stuff readily available. The idea is, you know, like kind of yeah. ready to fight it at a moment's notice. But, you know, some people take it a little bit more extreme than others. Yeah. He was raised I, by the Death Watch. It's, you know. Yeah, because you can. you, you wait, If you don't know anything about them and then you watch, like, Clone Wars, they're just, like, people. <laughs> Like, they're just rolling around. Because you get to see, like, Mandalore. You go to Mandalore, and they're just a bunch of people in, like, white clothing just just chilling about. And then they have, you know, obviously their army, which has the, you know, Mandalorian symbol on it. But they have, like, a regular society. But then, like, later, you realize that they uh, they, they kind of evolve to that. Or devolve, I guess. 
technically, because the Death it, Watch it's hold on older it ideals. On, it's like I said, it's complicated, and it depends on which history you're dealing with. If you're dealing with yeah. original run history, the Mandalorians were originally a race, and then they adopted groups of people when they conquered them, or they adopted foundlings, as they now refer to them. Yeah. And they slowly but surely went from being a race to being a culture. Yeah. And then eventually they became a almost human-only culture, even though that's not the original race. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things... And there's, you know, this, the, that, and the other. The other thing that kind of, like, raises, like, some interesting questions, that, you know, with this with this uh, continuity and everything, is especially, you know, I mean, they've, they've held over the kind of stuff that Beskar armor can do from the, over, from the, from the Legends continuity at this point. You know, Pretty much, yeah. How strong it is. What I mean, I mean, he charges a bunch of people who are just like unleashing hell on him, and it doesn't. It's like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And like, so it's one of those things where you would think that in all this time and all the years and everything else that was going on, like Palpatine never once thought to like cultivate like a a, a cache of freaking so, Besker armor like, if you if you look into some of the extended universe history stuff there's reasons why there's uh-huh. very specific reasons why I don't know if any of those things are canon any longer yeah the way they're kind of treating it in this show is kind of just like it's a rarity well yeah because but... every time he sees it he goes Besker and then is like fascinated well the thing was like and that was the thing like initially like he gets the he gets the Besker armor and the, I think what he initially gets a little bit of it, and the and the and the forger forges like just the breastplate out of it. I think, yeah. Pauldron. Yeah. One pauldron. Yeah, and then like all of a sudden he just he comes into enough to make an entire suit. I was like, if this shit's all that rare, like. <laughs> yeah. He was paid a fortune to do that job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can he can know, afford it. It's. Vesker seems... Steel only comes from a couple of places in the original canon. Yeah. I don't know if that's still in there. Mandalore was one of the few places that they could mine for it. You meant you notice if in the Mandalorian he mentions the fact that that place is a cursed hellhole that anybody who goes to it is doomed. Yeah. Well, part of that is because the Empire tried to take over Mandalore to mine all the Vesker Steel. Mm-hmm. So... I yeah, because it's a... You can't mine it as steel. It's a thing that gets well, put but with it. But even then, like, the only people that can... I mean, I guess the only way... The only people who know how to forge it into what it can be are the Mandalores. Yeah, well, if, you, Mandalorians, if you go if you go into the extended universe again there, um, basically, at one point in time, Palpatine had Mandalorians conscripted, and he finally was able to force some of them to create armor for his yeah. people. But, yeah. but they couldn't do it at any quality that made sense. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. talking about... An empire that doesn't put up guardrails around reactors. No, they were I mean, cutting corners at every portion they possibly could. TIE fighters don't have shields because why? It's cheaper to get a new ship than it is to put shields on the damn thing. Well, I mean, just from a standpoint of why why didn't Palpatine have frickin' Besker armor? Like of he didn't all the need it. That... He he had a hu- well, even if he, he even if he did need it, he had the hubris to say I don't need it. Why the hell didn't he freaking deck Vader out in that shit? Because he wanted Vader to be an inferior product. Yeah, he always wanted... Because he long. knew Vader yeah, would yeah, eventually yeah, yeah. be like, I, I want to take over. And then he could just yeah. be like, Bleh, you quibble. Well, I don't know why there, why there isn't more cortis weave. But, uh, yeah, that... Um, 
Oh my god, what was I gonna say? I had like a thing. Oh yeah, you see Mandalorian. Oop. You see Mandalorian uh, in Rebels, and it's like in shambles. Yeah. Like it's pretty much a broken apart planet at that well, point because I believe they tested a proto Death Star weapon on it. Well, it's like if the, I'm correct, the, the sad, if memory serves right. The sad thing about the Mandalorian history, and I mean, I think it's true in both um, both continuities, is that it's just they are over and over again manipulated by the Sith. Pretty much. They I mean they were because that was manipulated by the Sith in order to fight the Jedi initially. Yeah, you, yeah the Mandalorian wars. Yeah, but you're talking about a 10,000-year jump in time frame. So, I mean, yeah, it happened a few times in history. The Mandalorians are well-known throughout history as being some of the best warriors out there. Yeah. So if you're the Sith, why would you recruit the crappy guys? I am. But just, really I mean, serious. Palpatine did do that. <laughs> Palpatine recruited the crappy guys. He actually didn't. He had the best warrior in the galaxy cloned. Over and over and over and over again, creating the army that allowed him to create a, a system in which he overthrew the Senate and became the emperor. Yes, but then eventually got rid of the clones and well, recruited the, the they crappy didn't have guys. Enough ge genetic material to continue to make them. You yeah. can't make clones off of clones. Of clones. They're, yeah, they're retarded. Yeah, then and they yes, come I use that word properly. They're retarded. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it is what it is, I guess. The yeah. the clone, the, the Stormtrooper, and then eventually the live birth troopers that they started having. Uh, the second cloning procedure not done on Kamino. They were inferior because they just didn't have the genetic product that they needed any longer to create the great clones. And mm -hmm. then Kamino got whacked, and then they lost a bunch of scientists, and then it was cheaper. Yeah. So they started making other clones. And a lot of people were cool with joining. And then they got people to join, yeah. yeah. And most of those guys sucked, too. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing, too, another fun thing, um, aside from The Mandalorian right now that they're doing on Disney+, Plus, um, is the uh, Marvel 616 stuff. What is that? A continuous attack on Dan Slott. No, I mean, I've, I've, I've only seen snippets of it, but Jeremy was talking about it earlier. He's been, he was watching some of it. It's... They're pretty much just kind of like, um, it's talking about a lot of the stuff that goes on in the, you know, the production and things that are, like, going on in the comics, like how they're, like, um, setting up stories and things like that. Well, I think, uh, I, I haven't watched any of it yet. I was just reading an article on it. Um, I think each episode deals with, like, something, you know, a different facet of Marvel. It's just, uh, it was specifically, I think, episode seven that... I was reading about, and it was really just kind of about the the laziness of Dan Slott in the bullpen. So Fe felt the need to uh, to to talk about Iron Man twenty twenty. Wait, did they actually like trash on him in the show? Uh, it sounds like it. Yes. Yeah, we no we way heard from a couple customers today who yeah. have been watching it who said that essentially the entire episode is one big everybody slams Dan Slott episode. Which is amazing. Well, it's, it's talking about how like his workflow is just super slow and everything backs up because of it. And then, you know, all these artists are getting like, or colorists are getting like a day to do like 11 pages. Oh, that's just because awful. of the way that he jams everything up. So Oof. they're basically saying that all these artists and, and colorists and inkers and stuff are just working two, three, four times as hard 
trying to get things done because it's always on that like real I, tight schedule. Then. I can't wait for his contract to be over. Like that's the thing. Like he drove. Like Sarah Pacelli was probably one of the best artists Marvel had, and he freaking drove her off of Fantastic Four after three issues, and I I haven't seen her name on a book since. Yeah. Oh. And she's a fantastic artist. She is. She's great. I was so excited about that Fantastic Four book. So was he, apparently. But the... No, I'm not wearing my ass and my claw. Never mind. What <laughs> you expect? What the hell is this? Nobody can see you. Never mind. Poof. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think... You're um, invisible. I don't know. I, I kind of... Is he still on Fantastic Four? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't just not great? No. Just stop. No. Yeah. Don't. Just don't. Wait, wait. What's, it, what's Dan Slott the longest run? No. Never no. mind. I'm not even the acknowledging best, this. I'm not even best, acknowledging it. The best ever? No. No. You know what? He wrote a one? hell of a Peter Parker. <laughs> Remember when we did that midnight <laughs> I hope. I hope that a million fleas descend upon your genitals in the middle of the night. Just for saying that. Remember when we did that midnight premiere for his book? Oh my god, I remember that. It's on the YouTube channel still. That that first issue sold really well. Yeah, we had a lot of people there. I interviewed a lot of people. Jeremy was there. It's kind of like the DC... Were you there? I feel like you were there. It's kind of like the DC death metal books. They sold really well until people read it, and then it was like... They sound good in theory. But no, I I think that's, you know, part part of the issue is that it's just... He he makes these claims like, oh yeah, I I read all the I know everything about Iron Man, I know everything about the Fantastic Four. I'm, I'm gonna put stuff in that no one's seen in years. First off, he wrote an issue of Fantastic Four where Doctor Doom gets embarrassed by Sue Storm because she makes his armor invisible, and everyone sees what he looks like. So he runs off and cries in his castle, like one does. Okay, Doctor Doom. If anyone ever did that to him, real Doctor Doom would turn around and be like, oh yeah, hey Sue, by the way, because you did that, I now have to kill every Latvarian that ever saw me without my armor on. I yeah. hope you're happy that you just committed genocide. Nice. That's what Doctor Doom would do. This is a character who had his tear ducts removed so he could never cry. Well, I guess he doesn't know everything <laughs> about those guys. Could you do me a favor and just uh, push your mic and cable back in? There we go. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Jerry, you're reading a bunch of Fantastic Four right now. I mean, Doctor Doom, what would his reaction be? I'm a- I actually haven't started reading that yet. Um, no? He just buys things. I started reading Antithesis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Antithesis is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So, That's a fun story. Hmm. And when I say I started reading it, I read the first issue. That's still it starting is, it? Yeah. That is starting. Um, read page one. First Starting. thought bubble. I actually did we did we talk about when Matthew Rosenberg stopped in the store yeah. on the yes. podcast? Yes. Yep. Yeah, we, remember I didn't abduct him. Steve Sploosh. That's didn't right. Abduct, did, it, but yeah. did we on the podcast? Did we talk about the abduction he, joke? Yes. No. About him being cool with it. No. About what he had said about why the Mar- why the Marvel supernatural stuff got. All, all cans. Do we really want to no. put that there? I feel like yeah, let's just leave that. Yeah. If that's no. info, we're not supposed that's to. That's the thing. Know. That might have been something we weren't supposed to know. Maybe I could. Yeah, I can cut that. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, well, it's not how the poor guy 
Yeah. Yeah. I want him to come back. But but going back to uh, streaming stuff, um, and this is kind of comic book related. I watched uh, the Vow, which is that show about that sex cult that those two cast members from Smallville were in. Oh yeah, the uh, you said the Vow, and I thought you were talking you. about the Rachel McAdams movie no. with Channing Tatum. Next you. Oh Next yeah, uh, that's yep. the name of the channel. Then and wow, oh wow. Oh my god. Listen, don't knock a sex cult until you're part of one. That's all yeah. I have to say. Just yeah, the way yeah, that it so. the way that it was built up and like how he got them to do it was nuts. But the best part is is the vow they decided to make the vow multiple seasons long. Because they want to drag it out. That's the problem with the vow is that it like drags on about stuff that's really irrelevant. And it just shows you stuff. And the timelines bounce because then they're talking about stuff that happened in 2009. And then they're in 2006. And now we're in 2007. And now we're in da-da-da-da-da. So there's, an actual, there's actually a Showtime show. Or no, excuse me. It's on Stars. It's called Seduced, the Keith Raniere something. I'll, I'll clarify that in a second. But it's about the, um, the Dynasty cast member's um, daughter that was one of the sex cult members. It's her story specifically, and you get, um, you know, confessions from uh, other members of that, you know, division of the Nexium cult. Because that, the sex cult part of it was like a secret society known as DOS, which stands for Dominant Over Submissive. It was like a sex thing. The rest of it was like a, like, we're, a, you know, mental health, positive awareness, did it, did it, did Like, we're, we're a motivational company. That's what we are. Well, that's what all cults claim to be. Yeah. But um, she goes in-depth, and it goes really far, and it turns out that Keith Raniere, the guy that ran the whole thing, recorded the meetings with the group of women that he created DOS with, and she found the flash drive in Allison Mack, because Allison Mack was, like, his right hand. Yeah, in she, was, she was like, she was actually his, uh, I think they were actually in a, they were together, right? Like, she was. Room, she was the bottom dollar bitch. Yeah. So the way it worked I is everyone that. was, a, like, the, it was a master slave thing, which, oh my god, why would, what? But, um, so Keith was the grandmaster, Allison Mack was a master, and then she had a slave, and then those slaves were masters of other slaves. Which, Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, so she was one of the main ones. But, uh, so Allison Mack had a bunch of flash drives, and that girl found them and plugged them into the computer and just found the audio of them being like, so we're going to create this secret society of, of women that I will use to sleep with. And da 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 Like, he spells it out. Like, it's so incriminating. So he's in prison right now, and a bunch of them are await, awaiting sentences or awaiting court trials. And yeah, no, it was it, it's it's awful the stuff that they did to them, other than branding them, like manipulating and oh yeah. Jesus Christ. For the record, whenever anybody starts a group, a secret group, especially a group where you have to wear robes or anything like that, and you start using terms like master and grandmaster, historically it's been a bad idea. Just yeah. gonna throw that out there. Yeah, that's why when I'm with my uh, followers, I go by magistrate. Well, I that's think you also just wanted them all to call you daddy, daddy, daddy. No, oh. you had to call him Vanguard. 
was oh, Keith. Stop. Everyone in Nexium had to refer to him as as Vanguard, and I believe there was one other woman that had to be referred to as another title because she was the second in command of of Nexium, not of DOS, but well, of Nexium. Like, but yeah, Nexium, Al- the little purple pill. To get, but you, I, that's what I keep hearing every time. Head. Every time in in the show God, in in the so Vow, in they they kind oh. of show you Allison Mack and like because. Keith Raniere had this dude with him who was who helped create the vow that just filmed everything. So he happened to film like Allison Max first day because he did like volleyball with everybody until like midnight. And so she came to one of the games because one of her friends got into it. So she's in, and he like backwards talks her into crying, and then for she's so into it, like immediately like he gets her he doesn't even have to like well, that was, well, that was manipulate the, the, that her. was the big thing was they were talking about what ha- what happened uh from what i read about it was that it was her and uh kristen kristen Kruick. and kristen Kruick was the one who got invited to it mm-hmm. and they went together and the like the first day Kristen Kruick was like, no, I'm I'm out. I'm done. I'm not. This is not for me. That's the other chick from Smallville, right? So, yeah. yeah. So is, is this sex cult like a, a full-time job or is this like an after-school kind of thing? No, like, it was. This is what I do when I'm done with my job. <laughs> I think it's an That's after-school the... special. Oh, no. Yeah, no. They they worked these people to the bone. I mean, not in the sex cult oh, part. You know but... what's like? <laughs> you know what the bone. Well, that was like, okay, that was like watching the freaking, uh, what the hell was that? What was the one we watched? Uh, the Tiger King. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Fuck that... Carol Baskin. Yeah. Sorry. No, definitely. Fuck <laughs> Carol Baskin. Let me finish my thought. Yeah. Do I need to quit my full-time job in order to become part of a sex cult? They, well, isn't one of them... They're broken up now. In Tiger King, one of them is running a sex cult. It was the yeah, one no, guy that's, that's in cool. fucking There's Virginia or whatever. First of, all, to bring it back. first of all, I'm sure there he is. married those women. BT-dubs. It's it's a cult though. It is a cult. It is a cult. It's a, I mean, they they straight up married like, or no, not. No, that's oh a cult. no, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend that made the terrible joke. God bless what her was that too. That guy? was Doctor. That was oh god, Doc. Uh, Amanda. I'm, a, I'm gonna look it up right now. One. It doesn't really. Matter. Oh, what was his name? It, it was Doc. It but was I'm, Doc I'm looking it up right Doc now. Savage. Doc Brown. Doc Antle or something? Antle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Doc, Doc Antle. So, yeah. so I have a friend that literally watched it. We were watching it in separate places around the same time. Yeah. And she it's was Doc like, Antle. I mean, like when we got to what he was, she's like, that's a fucking cult. And I'm like, oh, oh no, it's totally a cult. And she's like, what who was? What? The Di- Doc Antle's name. Fuck Carol Bass. Um, <laughs> but she sat there and she's like, dude, this girl just got a boob job. I mean, yeah. I'd go there to get a free boob job. I can get out of that shit no problem. But oh, like, the thing, the, I love the, you. I was watching. Coincidentally, like, if you want a free boob job, join the military and just ask them. I was watching the, but so they're going on about it. It's like these people are working like, you know, I think they were they were working tw- like twenty one hours a day, and like all they got paid was like a hundred bucks a week because the thing was they Is that lived. The Tiger King thing. No, not yeah, the Tiger King, yeah. but it was the Doc Antle uh, thing. The, yeah, Joe Joe Exotic wasn't anything better either. No, I mean he fed all. No, they, the, he, he just he that's fed the, all. He that's fed the all thing. His... They all suck. Yeah, he, yeah. Also, Everybody he sucks. also fed children heroin and married them. I thought it was meth. It was meth. Whatever. Yeah, it was does, meth. It, does it? Does it? Time out. So they got 
No, you, you and got to play with baby tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's like, where did that I That sounds die? like <sighs> a cult, Jeremy. It sounds Yo, like a cult. That sounds like the hundred dollars is a fucking bonus. <laughs> Oh, they did live on there with him too. Yeah, they yeah. lived there. They yeah. got like well, they each got a separate house. He yeah. gave them. He he would build and them a not the wives a house. Though. But did they? Each no, I thought the wives did. Oh, the wives all lived with him. I, okay. Well, yeah. Did they each get their own tiger? The thing was, yeah, I'm pretty sure they each kind of like raised their own until okay. they were like old enough. Well, and then they it was what was and then they head. shoot him. Yeah. Yeah, he would like fur. kill them. See, what was I mean, really other than that? This sounds like a. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm not See, what was really color. crazy. I'm not down. What was really crazy about it, it does. was like the whole first like. God, what was it? Was it ten episodes? Was it eight episodes? Adventures. It was something about. It was like it was eight. I'm a little there, ashamed yeah. that I've watched that I consumed. It. So hold on. I'm not so, even so, lie. so listen. Oh, so I here's the thing. Everybody did. The whole beginning no, of that, like the whole like first not. half of that. Kyle is the only person that I know that did not watch that show. Wow. I tried not to, and but I tried and finally, not to. I was like, I gotta just at least see what the first episode is about. And I watched it's it, and the stupid up. just consumed me, and I could uh-huh. not stop. Myself. You can't once once you're one episode in, yeah, you're like, I, you're I gotta, I gotta know. Yeah, no, bet you I could. It's so compelling. Not even gonna try, but I could. No, but the the thing was, was like, they were they were all going on for so long about, oh yeah, no, Joe's great, and blah blah blah, and it's great where he, and like the minute he got arrested, they started interviewing everyone. Oh no, he fed us rotten meat. Like the tigers, like they don't really get fed all that good. Yeah, they like, get they fed all, with expired meat. The minute meat. he got arrested, yeah. like they were all, they were all like, nope. Yeah, he's a horrible human being. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. be honest. Like whether he had to shoot tigers or not because they were getting aggressive, like they were all gonna die early anyway. They were eating fucking hot dogs, like also yeah. expired well, hot dogs. Also, well, it's not even the expired part. I mean, th- it's the fact that it's so loaded with salt. There's, there's they're all hot gonna have dogs? heart attacks. What? There's hot dogs too. Well, he was taking yeah, he like was... expired meat from like grocery stores and just plopping it in front of them and being like, "Here you go." Um, the, but the uh, but the workers got it first pick before yeah. the tigers did. <laughs> well, goody for uh, them. The, th- the thing the that I loved the most, though, because I I went down a deep internet dive. The uh, straight boy that he is married to still. I don't know if he's straight or not. I don't know if no, he's finally think, back. He to no, that one he met on Grinder. I don't give a fuck. Um. This guy, so if you're married to someone, I expect to maybe see one or two photos of them on any of your social media. I went back, I want to say it was like 2012. That's how much of a deep dive I found. Not one photo about his husband. Dude, you're in it for the money, gold digger. Daddy's okay, in jail, there, you never have to put out. There was one, I remember the, the reaction video that mm-hmm. I watched. It was the, I watched one reaction video, which is what made me finally be like, I think I might have to watch this. Just his reaction was great. And at one point he's like, he goes, man, I don't know what's going on. Everyone keeps talking about Trevor. Why have they uh, interviewed Trevor? I want to hear what, what oh, Trevor's yeah. Oh, oh, that's why Trevor's not here. That's the comedian who I keep quoting when I keep going, Fuck Carol Baskin! Yes. yes. Anyway, yes. Yeah, oh. no. The, oh my god, do you remember the scene at Trevor's funeral where he yes. was like, Man, that boy could lick oh some balls. Oh my god, yeah. Like, that was horrible. Like, in front of his mother. so... Yeah. In oh. front of his mother. Like... I mean, there's a level of white trash, that and then I've there's this seen. guy, and then there's Joe Exotic. And I was like, "Wow, oh my god, it was it was awful. It was bad. Like who said who says that at a funeral in front of the person's parents? And then he, trash, huh? And then he, and then 
And then he does the lip sync thing. Like uh, he pref- he pretends to perform the music. Yeah. Oh, no, at no. his oh god. The, word, the most random thing though in the entire thing is the guy that they like. He must have just been like, "Look, I'll I'll do interviews for you, but you gotta let me ride a jet ski." Because for no reason, <laughs> he's riding Wait, which a jet one was, ski. Which one was he? The, the he one was... that was illegally keeping lemurs. <laughs> yeah, he was the one who was like, he was the FBI informant. <laughs> we just broke Kyle, the one who's illegally keeping. He had a lemurs. sweet Wait, was that right? was that the guy Everyone with no. was that the guy with no legs? No. No, 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 no. Because that guy was my wow. favorite. He was the best. He, the most morally justified character was character. He was a real person. The guy with no legs. You guys need to. How about that chick that got her arm ripped off and she was just like, oh, no big right deal. She went back to work two days later. Yeah, no you big deal. You need to stop and play yeah. this back and listen wanna. to the crap that is coming out of your mouth right now. I'm, I'm looking at three, maybe four intelligent human beings that sound like a bunch of morons. The, the guy baby? with no legs, the illegal lemur. Fuck Carol Baskin. Fuck this show. Fuck Netflix. Uh. Let's go on to something else, dear what, God. What else I'll do we? Can we, can we yeah. Because I, I zoned out God. for half of this podcast. Like, I, I literally say words. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. There's not much going on. So when you when you really get into the thick of it, there's... Let's talk about Ghost Rider. I Female just, shaman ghost rider. I just acquired Female <laughs> shaman ghost rider? She's what was that Jerry? She just acquired a demon. You say that on national t- television. <laughs> or a fucking... I quit. First off, you don't know this could be being listened to in any country in the world whenever it gets put up. On national television is what no, I No, no, said, no. You, but you said national, so no. I'm just teasing you for the national. Oh, no. It could be international. <sighs> Shit, they could listen to this on the space station. You don't know. I do because I've looked at the metrics. They're not, but well, still, fuck. they They're... could. <laughs> hey, there's there's not even enough data for them to to be able to to see that yet, is there? So I don't Shaman think we have that big enough Ghost of an Rider. audience yet. That's my point. Yeah. Supreme, right? <laughs> oh, the yeah. What they're calling the character Demon Rider, right? Isn't that what we're going with? <laughs> I oh, love the wow. story. For the for the uh, what's her name? Kashala. Yeah, the Kashala. I don't even know that much about you. Like, I, I like the artwork. I don't think a lot of it's been like talked about yet. The so. mo- the most I've gotten is that the book is going to be about Kashala, who oh, is the Ghost Rider, that? Sorcerer Supreme, whose name is going to be Demon Rider, and it's written by a. One of the Black Eyed Peas. Taboo. 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 Yeah, Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. I think it's being co-written too. By the by, good I think for it's him. The same creative team as Werewolf by Night. Good for him. He beat yeah. brain cancer, I think. Oh. It was cancer. I know he beat it. Um. Good, but for, good him. for good for him. Glad he's glad he's thriving. Glad the whole. I don't know why Marvel was like, "Hey, Black Eyed Peas, would you like to write comics for us?" I, but but here we are. It's happening. It I, is. That's uh, that's something. How is Werewolf by Night? Awful. <laughs> I'm still waiting to read Fergie's run on uh, Amazing Spider-Man. So once that well, happens, luckily like, for uh, you, she's not in the group anymore. I realize that I should be saying more during this podcast when people are asking me direct questions, but yeah, they tried. They like I, I just, just tried. There's not in. much more to say. It's just awful. <laughs> well, what Fair about enough. what about it is is not doing it for the you? Art looks pretty. It is no, the art is, the art is not gonna pretty. Take a spin the on story is not pretty. It's not Jack Russell. It's just some random Jack werewolf. Russell. 
that got random werewolf powers. By night. This is the woman yes, that night. is demon. Oh no, sorry, that's werewolf no, by night. Excuse me, I was confused. Doing werewolf by night. But I have a question for you, Devin. So there is now a female Ghost Rider who's not being called Ghost Rider. She's being called Demon Rider. Yeah. As far as I can tell, yes. Okay. Now, isn't this taking there is no in the current past? Ghost Rider yes, other than Thank her you. right That's now. Right? No, no, no. There, there is. No, there's, there's, uh, like there's Bobby Reyes. Is Johnny Blaze out of hell right now? Yeah. Is he rolling around? Oh. He's the king of hell. He's the king of hell, but he's he's able to come and go as he pleases. Um, <sighs> there's Johnny. There's Danny. Well, Danny's not a Ghost Rider anymore. Yeah, I know, but Danny's uh, well, once a we, Ghost Rider, always a Ghost Rider. Yeah, but who, he's he's vengeance now, right? No, Danny is oh, the, uh, spirit of... Oh. No, he's the executioner? Marmalade? No, no, no. It was like spirit of pestilence Marmalade. or something like that. Or oh, that's got to be that's got to be a rough gig. Spirit of corruption. Some some weirdness like that. I can't even remember now. It doesn't matter. They're going to retcon all that anyway. Eventually. That's right. Um, they should make Speedball a Ghost Rider. Which is, <gasps> Alejandra's still... Hold on. Well, I guess she's not still No, she's Rider, dead, isn't she? She's like Ghost Rider hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, also, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Penance was an amazing character. So he should be a Ghost Rider too? Uh, I would love for Penance to be a thing again. I watched and Ghost I Rider recently, awesome. actually. The Nick Cage. I'm sorry. The first one. Were you sad in the pants? Uh, in my butt. I like the first Ghost Rider movie. That's an opinion. The second one is terrible. It, it is an opinion. It was, it's not a correct it was. It was fun to watch Nicolas Cage be like, <sighs> I'm a race guy, but now I'm a demon man. What's going I just, on? I don't remember Johnny Blaze ever jumping like 18 helicopters. And, you know. Yeah. You weren't reading that oh, book. Oh, his mechanic in the movie is the greasy wet guy in the comic, comic book, book villains. Yeah, yeah Donald Lowe. Oh. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable how boys he He also was. plays oh, yeah. Harvey Bullock on, uh, on Gotham. Which... Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I recognized him. He I was like, that's a, Bullock from Gotham. He also plays a corrupt DEA, I think it is, agent on Sons of Anarchy. Yes. And yes, he played he in everything. He killed like four hookers. Grounded for Life. I, yeah, Grounded for, for Life was his life. best thing ever. Well, he had an inmate raped repeatedly. Not just killed hookers. Not was... on Grounded for Life. <laughs> not on <laughs> Grounded for Life. <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> that was Sons of Anarchy we're talking about. <laughs> yes. But yes. Not on Grounded for Grounded Life. For life. <laughs> Next episode. Although Prisoner the title and what you said, like grounded for life. He it's... raped an inmate repeatedly. No, I said he had. Oh, an inmate had, raped had. Repeatedly. Yes, no, that uh, happened. An, on... an inmate that eventually bites his own tongue off to keep yeah. himself from talking. Dude, oh, he did everything he could to himself in that show. Yeah, he really did. He got raped. He was in jail. He bites his own tongue off. I think he rips He's out his going eye. Blind. Yeah, yeah. He does, yeah, like that. Who is this? Is that Opie that, guy? No, that's fucking no. Kurt Sutter, the no, creator, no, the of, creator the of the show. He any horrible thing you could think of that you no, could. No. Opie oh. just thinks he's gonna be okay. And then... <sighs> Why? That he's not. Dude, he mentioned Opie. I was just I know, answering the question. But like, they literally give you that know, false sense of hope that he's gonna be. And then literally, no, he right... does. He stops and he goes, "I got this." And that ding. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. it's so. <laughs> Oh, I thought I was going to vomit up my heart. Yeah. yeah That's the best way I can describe scene. Opie's death. It's a hard freaking scene. Are you a Sons of Anarchy guy, Jer? I was for like the first three seasons, and then I got to that point where it's like every episode there's eight new problems going on, 
And I just started losing interest. I just couldn't keep track of everything that was going on anymore. All, I was like, yeah, I'm done. All I have to say is, because is, is, I, I, I got to that point, too. As much as I love the character... If you Jeb- push through a little bit, you'll get there. Yeah. It's okay. I just I was really having a hard time doing so. and it's, it's like I had an issue when they went to Ireland to get yes, the, that's, the song. Yes, that's when it started for me. I was just like... And then was. after it, it recovers really nicely. There's just a running really thing that you need to remember. There's one specific theme, okay? Whatever bad is going to happen to Abel happens in a kitchen. Always. Just yep. Abel should never be allowed to go in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. I feel like it... Like, I, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of Sons of Anarchy. It's so good. And the thing is, is, like, for me... Like, for me to enjoy something, there, like... That's you have some, to find the redeemable character. Yeah. It's just like your him. thing with Breaking Bad, I right? I can't stand... Yeah. Bre- I've watched all of Breaking Bad. I'm sorry for The you. whole goddamn thing. And I gotta tell you, there is not one redeemable character on that goddamn show. They're all terrible pieces of garbage. Maybe Lark. And they Lark. all get everything they deserve. I maybe think, Lark. I think... Gemma mm. Teller is redeemable. Isn't that his daughter's name? Mm. I don't remember. The baby. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. okay, that's like a, that's like I'm a stretch out. That's a cop out. I'm the baby's like really hard this one. I I never bothered to watch Breaking Bad. Just Did Hank really do anything bad? Myself. Yes, Hank's is, horrible. Hank's a horrible Hank DEA agent. Horrible. Like he he literally like he he gets a promotion by accident, goes to where real DEA agents are, and was like. Oh, I, I'm a DE agent that never bothered to learn another language, so I can't do my goddamn job. Oh, and I'm nice. going to get a whole bunch of people killed now. Where does Breaking uh, Bad take place? New California? Mexico. North there. It's New Mexico. I was guessing. Um, I just don't remember what city it is. It might be Albuquerque, actually. I think it is. That's the only city in New Mexico. <laughs> there is technically, like, two <laughs> more. But no, like, that's the thing, like, <laughs> yeah, everybody... Yeah. You drive through them in five minutes. I, yes, I'm aware, I know. I, and the thing is, like, every, like, every time, like... Yes. Like, all, like, the, uh... Like, they're all terrible characters. And even, like, there's the, the one, the main, uh... Walter's wife. Oh, God. She is one of the worst people on that show. And, like, at the very end, they were kind of like, Oh, well, it was really Walter who kind of made her do it. No. No, she had an opportunity to leave. Nope. She literally got to the border and was like, oh, I can't turn down all this money, and goes back. I was mm-hmm. like, you Want that blue meth money, are baby. a blue terrible meth person. Money. And I was like, the whole they, show. There are a couple of characters in Sons of Anarchy who are not the worst. There's a couple. There's a couple. My cousin Tara is not terrible. My Tara's cousin worked. Uh, she's a flat Donna, actress. Donna's a very good person. Who? Okay, Donna, Which Opie's one? wife. Yeah, all right. that's oh, why. Yeah. 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 But here you go. Here I you forgot go. all about all right. her. Any character, any character that have, turns out to be halfway okay in any of these shows, they always bite it. Like, okay, the one character who might have been okay in Breaking Bad, they don't kill again, Donna. Again, again. Gets just Dude, she just gets murdered because the one character does something completely stupid. Yeah, takes like, shoots her. That's uh, why. Uh, yeah, that's why all that other crap happens. Yeah. My cousin worked pyrotechnics for Sons of Anarchy and was the stand-in oh. for Charlie Hunnam's character. What's her face? Huh. Um, oh my God, his his coked-out girlfriend in the first like three episodes. She's not terrible. The one that gives him... The girlfriend who's on, not coke, by the way, heroin. Yeah, her. Who ODs and almost kills the baby because she's shooting up between her fingers in the kitchen. Yeah, hold on, though. At least she's functional enough to take care of the kids after. What are you talking about? I actually really just love that actress. 
Yeah, Drea, and, and I Drea try, I try yeah, to yeah. fucking defend her every I got chance it. I, I got. I got it. Yeah, no, and I... she plays some awful roles. Yeah, she's not a good person. Wendy's no, not a good no, person. No, she acts. She is not a good person. But I just love her so much. The one cop was a good guy. That's why he got shot in the face. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. weirdly Multiple enough, times. the mayor or the governor of the town or whatever, the one that was in Buffy. That guy's a horrible piece of shit. No, no, no. He's on General Hospital now. Yeah. He's a, another villain. You know what? You might be able to make an argument for Venus. Venus isn't... The... Venus is... The... And Venus does get a happy ending. Venus... To... <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. You're yes, welcome. Yes. That was the, on purpose. The, the trans male to female prostitute gets a happy oh, ending. Oh, Walton get Goggins? It? Yeah. Right, but... Gets a happy ending. Venus is uh, fucking you know, brilliant. Nobody, anybody. That might be the best, like, five-minute yeah. character. Well, no. Oh, he's in there several he times. Is, uh, Him and Tigger just uncomfortable uh, together. I, I don't... I, I look at it, I'm like, yes. This no, is amazing. You are the worst. So, I, funny, uh, Walton Goggins actually has a new comedy show. I heard it was Jesus. Decent. Yeah, he has a comedy show. So the 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 trailer because they don't give you like a full trailer, they give you this scene, mm. and it's it's him. He's 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 out on this date with this woman. You know, he he meets her. You know, and they're sitting down, and she's like, she goes, okay. She goes, so you know, you're you're well off, and this this, and she's just going through the list of things. He goes, yeah, yeah, you know, I just he goes, I just I just don't really get out much to go dating, and it's and she goes, she goes. You're married. You're cheating on your wife. There's no way that you're this good of a guy and you're just a normal person. And she's making a scene in the restaurant. He goes, he's like, no, my wife died. And she's like, oh. And then she feels really, it gets to go on this whole freaking thing. And it's just like the most, it's just the most awkward, like first date dinner you you see. And Walton Goggins is just, he's brilliant in everything he's in. So I actually made me like interested to see this. Oh, is that the one where she's like accusing him of being like a workaholic uh-huh. or some shit like in the yeah. trailer for? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was not I'm, brilliant I'm like, why does that Bourne name sound familiar? It's all that real weird looking fucking The Bourne dude. movies? He was not brilliant in the Bourne movies. I didn't really care. I don't even remember him being in he's the Bourne. He's a tech. I, I also didn't overly care for him in, as the villain in Tomb Raider. Well, it's kind of like your yeah, that's true too. He was kind of flat. It's also kind of like your uh, guy Ahmed from uh, Community. In, Ahmed. Yeah. In oh, uh, when when he's yeah, he's the yeah, random. But hey, hey, he was in it. He was. That's all I'm saying. Walton what was Gardens. Ahmed in? Avengers. He's in no Captain America, yeah, the Winter, Winter Soldier. Yeah, that one. Yeah, he's just a random tech guy. Oh. You see him clear as day. He actually has a line. Hmm. So it's not like you could have missed him, but nobody remembers the fact that he was in the movie except for like him. Hmm. Is he and Hydra or Shield? Yes, because they're no, all. No, isn't he working Hydra. for MIT at that point? No, he's Hydra. Shield. No, you, you don't. He's Shield. He's just yeah. He's, he's just, Shield. Yeah. yeah, he's Hydra. So they're Hydra. They're all Hydra. I'm just going. He's yeah, Hydra. They're all Hydra. Hail, Hail, Hail Hydra. Hydra. Yeah, yeah. Full of grit. Right. That's how I like to do it. Catholic Church Hydra. Oh man. <laughs> But yeah, no, the, uh... Well, I mean, since we're pop-culturing television shows and other random nonsense like that, and we're trying to get away from Sons of Anarchy here, what about Steve's new show? I still have not watched the second episode. Well, what about your show? Uh, Big Sky, I'm totally in love with that. Why are you shaking your fucking There's twists. There's some twists. Fuck that show. Why? You and I called most of them within the first two Fuck seconds of the show. It doesn't mean that it okay. can't be enjoyable. Oh, God. Yeah, so far, I thought it was yeah. enjoyable. What's okay. her face Here, from Vikings is pretty hot. Here, here's the here's the other Catherine thing, too. Catherine Winnick. Yeah, her. This is something that... Ryan Phillippe is delicious. 
Okay. However you pronounce Let's just, the last name. I'm not gonna without without spoiling anything <laughs> that actually happens. No, no, nobody can see that. But Jeremy's look to the statement of him being delicious was like, I don't know what that tastes like, but I'm not really interested in eating it. You wouldn't mind it. Um, not sniffing it either. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Not gonna sniff it. Not gonna so, lick it. Ah! So here's the thing. This is a this show shame. is. <laughs> It's based off of uh, a book series by C.J. Box. You're gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. I'm gonna. And the thing is, is that what annoys me mm. is is that this is a it, it's it's a book series, and this book is like the eighth book in the series of of these characters, which truly explains why some of the reviews say, you know, it's weird just jumping into it like yeah, this. Yeah. None of this so, makes any damn so sense. So the thing was is that. And then the other thing, the other big, um, and they say it in all the reviews too, is that one of the big problems with the show is that they kind of ignore the first two-thirds of the book and just jump to the <laughs> twist. So it's like chapter 15, let's go? Yeah, it, it's literally the, nice. they um, jump to the, to the, to the last well, third we, we of the book. We don't know. Episode two could be... Yeah. You know, like refresh all this crap. Yada, well, that yada, I'll, yada, I'll tell you it, it later. Did you watch sense. episode two? I have not yet. But I we, have we also don't know. The network could be screwing them like they did with Firefly and just playing the shit out of order. We have no idea. Nah, that felt like a pilot. Yeah, it did. So yeah, so again, just to just to wrap up, fuck Big Sky, but uh, the, fuck you. wow. Uh, but no, the uh, fucking twat. <laughs> Waffle. Waffle. Okay, I, I don't I don't need soap opera garbage in my murder mysteries. All right, so, I, I thought it looked like it has promise. Uh, I still think it does. Anyway, Devin, I'll, so, I'll give it I'll give it a season, and then if it sucks, I won't. Watch Devin's it. opinion is a null and void. So null, isn't he coming? Yes, all over you. <laughs> it's what the symbiotes do. Yeah. <laughs> Here, there, everywhere. Mm. I mean, according to Peter, they get in everything. Remember? Oh God. Mm. The original pose. descriptions of how the symbiote costume worked. Ew. Really? No, right? So what's what's everybody reading and enjoying or looking forward to comic wise? Kyle. Oh, uh, I actually wasn't gonna say that I enjoyed anything. <laughs> now, um, I'm actually reading something from Vault that I'm having a good time with, but not necessarily because the book itself is so good. Oh. The book the book is good. Don't get me wrong. That's not why I'm having such a good time with it. I'm having a good time with it because it's a, a nice little bit of a resurgence, which they're trying to tie into some gaming properties that they're putting out for um, the old White Wolf Vampire the Masquerade stuff. And Vault's doing a comic book called, oddly enough, Vampire the Masquerade. What a weird idea. They're introducing you to all the different uh, types of vampires, which in the, in the game series are referred to as clans of vampires. Ooh, like the Naharaja? Yeah, th that is, oddly enough, a clan of really weird, sick, cannibal vampires. They don't just drink blood. They want to eat you, too. Ooh, tell me more. I don't want to, because All it's right. disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they introduce you to the traditional uh, clans of vampires from the Camarilla and then the Sabbat. And they introduce you to the, uh, the structure of the world of darkness, as it were, trying to give you things like you know, what a prince of the city is and all that. And they give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So it's been fun from a nostalgia um, angle. And then for people that are getting introduced to it, like I have a friend who's reading it and they, they wanted to ask me a bunch of questions. It's like, oh yeah, I know a little bit about this, a little bit about that. So 
ran it through, but it's a it's a good read. Not a, not a bad read. Decent art. Have Have we met an Asimite yet? Uh, not not that's acknowledged as an asset. All right. And if you go way back to the original, the the first game they put out, not the one that most people remember, but the first vampire game that they put out, which was set in the Middle Ages originally, and then moves to the modern nights. There's an Asimite in that. That um, oh god, uh, he's not revealed for like a long time as actually being an Asimite. He's he's pretending to be a Bruja for a good long while, oh. and then he finally. He finally reveals himself as one of the the dreaded assassin vampires, you know, the bad guys. But, you know, he's like this punked out UK dude who pretends to be a Bruja, and then he actually turns out he's an Asmite. So, you know, one of those things. Played that wrong. I shut up on scene, bitch. This is what I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Hidden cultures within hidden cultures within vampiric communities. Hey, so, I kept you know, that part portion pretty hidden. It's a, it's a little bit of fun, a little bit of tragedy, a little bit of drama, a little bit of supernatural flair, you know. little bit of Monica in my No, life. no Monica. We killed her. Uh, Geller. Did we kill Monica? Monica Jeremy? Oh, I'm... I've, I've almost completely given up on Marvel at this point. Um... <laughs> Nice. Hey, we can all laugh. I never even gave DC a chance. Um, you did buy a Justice League Dark issue, though. I did. It was okay. Yeah. I'll admit that. Um, yeah. I don't Concede know. it. So many, so many good books right now. Uh, Department of Truth has been fantastic so far. I think I'm the only person reading Mega Man fully charged. Yes, I you are. In that fact, book. You are. Um, it, I think it's a good take on Mega Man lore. Well, what about your favorite namesake? Oh. Yeah. My, my man Ricky Remender's book. Where he scumbag. just stole your yeah. look. It's, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so far, uh, it's, it's entertaining. Uh, I enjoy it. There's some, some craziness in there. Um, Wasn't there something about walking with something that you were reading, too? Oh, oh I Walk with Monsters? monsters? Yeah, what, what's that about? I don't really know what it's about yet, but it's good. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I, I actually I read the first issue this morning during my morning bowel movement. And uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I don't know. I, I the actually, bowel movement? These are the Both. details that make your life go around, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yes. Um, but no, no. Uh, I, I actually really like the book. The art's fantastic. Um, there's, uh, I don't know, a slew of other things that I'm reading right now. Uh, we Live... Uh, by Aftershock. Yeah. It's really good. First two issues I'm, I'm really enjoying so far. Um, I, I have a question about that because I, I was looking at um, the book Origin. The, the Boom book. Is yeah. Boom that's doing Origin. And then I saw like the We Live by Aftershock. They and look they, very they similar. They seem very similar. Like are, are they? Or are they like drastically different? Because one's they... with robots, right? No, you're you're thinking. Oh, that's Giga. Yeah, you're Giga's thinking of Giga, robots. which is also pretty good so far. Uh, but, only one issue in, but. But now Origin, Origin's the one with the guy with the pink sniper rifle. Right. No. Oh, that's that's we live. That's we live. We live's yeah. the guy with the pink sniper rifle. Okay. Okay, so those the 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 covers for the number one issues of both of those look exactly the same. Okay. <laughs> uh, and actually, when I asked you guys to pick or pull. We live. I was actually thinking of Origin, <laughs> but and then found a good book. It was a yes. Yeah. It was a very yeah. happy accident. Um, 
reminds me. I stopped but Origin is also very good. Moment. Origin is very good. Okay. Uh, now, I, are they similar in... No. Okay. Uh, it, it, they're both, like... They're both, like, post-apocalyptic, yeah, right? Yeah, but uh, that's that's kind of where the similarities, the similarities end. end. Yeah. Apocalypse is come and go, man. It's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ludocrats just ended. I had a lot of fun with that book. That book was just back. ridiculous. Like, the thing was, like, so... Was he Santa? Because... <laughs> He's like Santa. No, the, no. Spoiler the, alert! Spoiler alert! The, the so, porn war world, like the porn war world. Yeah. So, because that that's Kieran Gillen, right? I think so. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah. So, you know, I'm thinking like, so Kieran Gillen, right? It's been it was been doing um, Once in Future, which is just Scottish crazy man. Just awesome. <laughs> yes, and yeah. it's awesome because of Tamara Bond villain. Let's get that right. And so the the uh, the Once in yeah, also Die. I'm uh, just pointing it out. Yeah. Die. So Once in Future and Die, which are both awesome. Once in Future is like a, you know, King Arthur lore, um, which is also starting to bleed into some Nord, uh, Nordic lore and things like that. Um, because why not? And then... I can't wait till the Wicked Witch of the West comes. And then Die is, you know, it's it's just... It's Jumanji meets It and D&D, and it's just, it's just balls to the wall awesome. And then we got Ludocrats, which I, I picked up the first issue. I haven't read the rest of it. I picked it up. I was like, oh, this is drastically different than anything else. There, was, like, there was Octopi with, like, heroin needles. I just remember to I was, was like, going to say, I looked through the first issue, and the only thought that I could have is, boy, I wondered what it was like to be directly inside of the mind of a crazy person who happens to be Scottish and was on LSD. And I think, I, and I think that that's what that I saw. And apparently likes to whip his junk out a lot. Um, Octopi is definitely synonymous with junk. Otherwise, uh... Tentacle porn. Here we go. Donny Cates, Marvel's bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Crossover, yeah. the first issue was... Crossover was freaking awesome. Really good. I really like that. Was that was really good. Um, I, I don't like him. Like, every time he opens <laughs> his mouth, I'm like, oh, God, please stop. <laughs> but he's a huh. good writer. <laughs> so, uh, Heavy by Vol. That I didn't check out. Heavy is really good. Uh, the first issue was actually mind-blowing. I Well, part of the reason that I asked the question specifically concerning some of the things that I know you're reading is you're, you're definitely the guy who's off the beaten path when it comes to standard books. You know, big two, burn them. You like everything else. It's fine because I've, de- I've definitely personally over time evolved into almost the same stance. Just I come at it from a different angle. I think it's important for people, especially people that want to read something, to realize that it's not all Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, and whatever. And none of these books are. Yeah, none of these books are like that at all. Heavy is basically, uh, I think the only one that's kind of close to anything else, Heavy is basically the Punisher, but he's God's Punisher, God's Hitman, basically. They did that. They did. Please, please don't. (laughs) <laughs> um, no, actually, one of one of the things that um, one of the things that uh, I'm actually reading right now is uh, is the Colonel Weird book, which is part of the Black Hammerverse. I've said it on on this numerous times. The Black Hammerverse is probably like one of my favorite like non big two superhero things because it's just it's just fun stuff. It's just it's it's tropes of superheroes that they take and they put a spin on it with. And just tell like, like regular like. It's it's everyday pe. It's like the Marvel method of everyday people being thrust into these like extraordinary situations, but 
it also brings it down to a, like a psychological level of okay, like this is like how you how normal people would deal with these situations psychologically rather than okay, let's just give regular everyday people powers and they get to go be the greatest hero ever. And okay. It's, and with with Colonel Weird, it's it's such a it's a, on a whole nother psychological level because he doesn't know where he is like in terms of he doesn't know when he is where he is half the time he's not even sure what he is anymore and he's just gotten to a point where I mean he he gets he gets lost in time and space so often that the only thing that reels him back in in the first issue is his he runs into his younger self and his younger self's like, no, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Like everything's going to work out. And he just like runs and he's like, and that just like grounds him. He's like, oh yeah, everything will be okay. Like, so it's like kind of like quantum leap, but without L. Yeah. It's like a combination of like quantum leap and like the idea of doctor who's like timey, wimey, like wibbly wobbly. Like we don't want to go there. And it's just, (laughs) It's it's definitely crazy. You just kind of like, that's really cool. And oh, Barbalian is really awesome because that's another branch off. And it's kind of like the whole trope of like Martian Manhunter, but it's just done who, like more. Who wrote that one? That one's co is the first Black Hammer book that's co-written. Okay. It's Lemire, okay. and I, I he came up with the with the uh, with the story. Right, right. I forgot who's scripting it, but the but the script is actually solid. The dialogue. Yeah, is good. I thought it wasn't just Lemire on that one yeah. for the first time, so I was wondering. Um, that that actually looking like it's going to be a lot more like that. Like he's he's going to be focusing on the main Black Hammer book. Yeah. And he's going to be the other characters are going to start like being co-written by other people. Yeah. 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 So, I. I had reached a point where reading a lot of the mainstay books these days, which I'm a huge fan of a lot of them. It's just yeah. some of the current writers, um, uh, what the hell, call it call it the way I see it. Um, Captain America consistently make, made me want to take an ice pick to my own head. To It was just so crappy. Which, which is so weird because and that I book... I love the sto- character. But that book started out so good. I know. But and the like, writer just makes me want to drop dead every time I read it. It's just, so it's, I dropped the book instead. Yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like, and it's also like I mean, and and you and me have both witnessed this, and it, and sure. it's rough because like, and you've read way more Grendel than I have, so I, I like I like the two Grendel characters that I like, which is uh, Christina Spar and Hunter Rose. Sure, there's a there's and, always one that comes at the end. So the um. <laughs> So I love those two characters, and I know you've re- you've read all the Grendels. Sure. And it's just always sad when you see a writer just lose his step, because. Oh yeah. I mean, the new Grendel book. I mean, I haven't heard great things about it, but people still. I, have... I think there's two people reading it, so. But. Well, I mean, I've heard people say that it's still Grendel Weird, enough. Weirdly enough, for us, uh, I can tell you, it sells more off the rack, non-subscriber base. Yeah, they f- like they flock. Like I don't think I sold just one issue. They've bought every co- every issue we have. See that that's a situation where like I started reading that long before I knew anything about Matt Wagner, you know, as a writer or anything else like that. And universally throughout thirty some odd years of reading his stuff, the only thing that I've heard consistently about the man is that he's an asshole. Yeah. And everybody everybody that I know anecdotally who has met him is. You know, said the same thing about him. 
most of the time they used to be able to caveat it with, but he's a hell of a writer. Now nobody says the hell of a writer thing any longer. You know they who's just actually, say, asshole. You know who's still <laughs> on point, though? Who's that? Mike Mignola. Yeah, I he's can give still it to him. he's still pretty on point with his stuff. I can give it to him. The the Hellboy stuff is yeah. always consistently just. I mean, he doesn't try to make it anything more than it is. It's I, Hellboy. I never got into the art for Hellboy. That's I my like problem. I like the stories. I just don't like the art. I it's just a thing. I like for him me. as a cover artist. Yeah. Although the current book does have some of the best Adam Hughes I've seen in easily the last five six years. I need source material. Oh dear God! <laughs> um, but no, like I mean, that, that's the thing. Like I, I think um, it's it's just nice when things like are consistent. Like, well, and he doesn't and he doesn't try to cram it out or rush it out. Like he just Mike McNola just took his time with it and he told the story how he wanted to tell it. Well, I think it's important, like I said, to remember that there are things other than just the big two. But I think it's also a well to use the the industry terminology a value add to be able to walk into a place like this and be able to talk to a variety of different people who have a variety of different opinions and a lot of knowledge base to be able to give you. Heck, we've got customers that'll give you opinions about things that'll just happen to be standing here when you walk in the door. And we'll give you a lot of different opinions and a lot of different ideas about it. And the thing I've always thought that was wonderful about this store from the time I was shopping it to you know now, from $5 to $50, we got it something within your budget, something that's going to make you happy. Yeah. And, you know, more than $50, you're going to make everybody happy. <laughs> um, but there's there's always something to read, and there's something good out there. And being able to get somebody to give you a few recommendations and then tweak your, tweak your flavor of the month a little bit and be able to go, hey, I never read this before, but, man, I'm really enjoying that, and I like this, but I'm not sure about this. You can get a little bit of different feedback and find something that fits you a little bit more. Yeah. But I'm reading, like I said, ten times as much as I used to because I don't watch anything on TV anymore because I just don't care about any of it. Yeah. It's crap, most of it. I mean, is there anything you're excited for, Will? Um, within relation to comics, I'm only just getting back into reading them. Um, I just went through a huge move. Um, so we're kind of finding places for the comics to be at the moment, but now we're... Uh, we're, we've just established, we're, we're finalizing everything in its place, my fiancé and I, and we are, uh, we've got it all figured out, so now I can actually sit back and relax and, and, and take in some books. So I'm just excited for everything that I've, that I've had that, up to read now, so Green Lantern and all the... Unfortunately, it's all just Big Two stuff mostly, but I, there's stuff like Die in there that I'm very excited to get to know better and to read, so... You know. die, die. Don't, don't get me wrong. When I say that I've fallen off with the big two, I'm not saying that everybody should. There's right. a lot of people that enjoy some of the different content that's being put out. And then there's different levels that people read things at. At one point in time, I read things at a certain level. At another point in time, I read them at a different level. You know, What you enjoy varies as you get older or as you change in your personality or job or any of it. So the superhero crap that I read when I was a kid really doesn't appeal to me the way that it used to. Yeah. It, it just doesn't. But some of those things that were set in a higher concept that might not have appealed to me as a kid appeal to me more these days. Some of it being superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just well, not the big two well, superhero stuff. Well, I think too, right like, as far as Marvel goes, like, and, and you saying falling off the big two, like, again, I was never into DC. Right, right, I've right. always been a Marvel guy, but, like, you know, 
as much as I feel like I've fallen off of it, there's still a few books out there that I think that are definitely worth reading. Um, but I, I feel like the bigger problem with Marvel is any time that something good comes out, it's like axed immediately. Yep. And it's, you know... And it's really made me lose faith at this point. Some of the more interesting characters are always just, you know, or, or sit shotgun or, you know, just get the fuck off the yeah. bus. Like, yeah. Well, here, and here's the thing, though, and, and actually to, um, to one of our other, one of our regulars, um, he actually said it today when he was in, was uh, that, you know, the thing you have to remember is that most of the people who wind up writing comics <laughs> now are were people who are fans of comics. You know, they grew up reading the comics. I think it's like for me, like especially if I, you know, if I'm ever like doing like, whenever I can, whenever I'm like writing my own stuff, it's always is always echoes things that I always really enjoyed. So for me now, like reading Marvel or reading DC, it's always like, wow, I this story's okay, but I read this ten years ago, yep. mm-hmm. and it was so good. Why are you doing it again? And it was so much better the yeah. first time. But, and that's the thing. It's like it's the people who are writing the stories now that are rehashing the old stories. Or they were fans of that story, and they wanted to, they want to take it and do their version of that story. Which is why for me, Marvel and DC, it's just it always just goes in a circle. Especially especially with like DC, which every five years their continuity basically just resets. Mm-hmm. So I've now seen in 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 my lifetime three versions of. No Man's Land. Well, but to me, it's like with with Marvel, it's just if it's not going to eventually sell movie tickets, yeah. why are we doing it? Well, and even for me with Marvel, where I'm finding their successes now are these characters that don't have huge stories, that they were part of big stories, but you didn't really get like... For me, one of the most successful Marvel books that I'm reading is Spider-Woman. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow right now. Which is only like not even close to issue fifty, like it's close to issue fifty as a legacy number, and, which um, baffles me that you know, Natasha has not had a hundredth book. I th- I think one of the one of the big things too is um, with Marvel, one of the things that hurts the Marvel book line in general, like to your point, Jer, is the fact that you have all these books now that. You know, they, they cram out all these books and they cram out all... So much. Um, they, so they make much. them minis or they make them full-fledged yeah. titles. Marvel doesn't invest the time to having the books that you could test books in. You don't have Marvel Premiere. You don't have Marvel Spotlight. You don't have Marvel 2-in-1. You don't have... Well, um, I was really excited when Marvel Comics Presents came back out again. Yeah, but Marvel it's Comics like, Presents. We yeah. took the three biggest characters. Oh, in... We were super excited about it, yeah. too. Yeah, but you, you took the three biggest characters in the Marvel Universe yeah. at the time and tried just doing more stories about them. It's like, we already have enough of the well, Wolverine here, here, Captain America. Give me a side project on Danny Rand. Explain to me why the Iron Fist is an interesting character. Yeah. Give me a side project on some rando character. Yeah. Give me a Prowler story. Well, that's what I, I thought was great about you know Marvel Comics Presents in the '90s is that you got like yeah. three to four stories, and it always put characters together that had no business being together. Yeah, and it was always fantastic. Oh, here, Typhoid Mar- Mary and Marvel. Vengeance. Yeah, right. Iron Didn't Fist think and Ghost Rider. Mar- I mean, they don't have Marvel team up anymore. I yeah. mean, and here's the thing, and the, the big thing about it was is like the Marvel Presents thing. I was okay with how they were doing it this time around when it started because the whole thing was okay. You have Marvel Comics Presents. The main um, headliner is the Wolverine story, which, which is, is fine. Which is, which that's is fine. fine. And I expect you that need out of the that draw book. character. And then, every, and then the other two stories that were supposed to be in it were supposed to be 
all these different characters, and eventually, like, the stories just fell off, and just Wolverine started dominating the whole thing. Yeah, you know? see, and that's where I think both of them get it kind of wrong. Yeah. Because with Marvel, like what you're saying, I, I think it all comes down to marketing one way or the other. If they can't market it, if it isn't something that they can put a big tweak and a big spin on it right off the bat so that it's got bells and whistles and flashies and maybe we'll make a movie. Yeah, if it's not an x or an Avengers-affiliated character, Marvel doesn't and, seem to care right and now. And DC just ke- seems to keep trying things that just are insane. And neither one of them is trying to do the simple idea of just writing a good story. Mm. Write a good story. I don't care if it's a good character. Give me a good story. You know, I mean a good marketable character. Give me a good story. Don't hype it. And let me see what I like. The the other thing, too, and I mean, I can just speak for us within the last few weeks. Yeah. I mean, we've been selling out of books consistently. Yeah. With the exception of that Mr. E thing in Symbiote (laughs) Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Most and we're not ordering crazy numbers, but still. Don't you what, mean symbiote? Oh yes. Symbiote. I saw the movie. I it's know, symbiote. symbiote. Um, with the exception of that book, most of what we're selling out. And once again, we're not ordering Marvel and DC numbers for it, but we're sure. selling out of the indie books. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, like like I went and looked at the rack while we were talking here. Yeah. I mean, the only books that I read for Marvel right now are Doctor Doom, which I just find fun, The Hulk right now, which. I mean, just You're just viewing. sitting it out. I, I am at this point, but it was so good for so yeah, long. It was it. absolutely worth looking into. Um, I, I totally recommend it to anybody. And then uh, the only other one that I'm reading from Marvel is uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, which You're... once again introduces some rando characters, and they're they're throwback characters. They're not super popular characters. We're not talking about a Boba Fett type thing here. We're talking about a weird guy who half looks like the Terminator. He's not, so, but it's fun. He, so here, here's my thing, though, and, like, again, the marketing thing, right? Yeah. And just books that you need to test. Like, here's the other thing, too. As much as those books would be nice, the Marvel premiere, the Marvel spotlight, the sure. Marvel team-up, just to test characters or test storylines, here's the thing. They should. But but they don't. But here's the other thing, too. And Valiant proved this. They did. They turned around. So they tried really hard. They, they, they tried to relaunch Shadow Man back in 2012. Yeah. And it wasn't a great book. Nope. And they tried to put a new writer on it, and a new a new artist, and that didn't really take either. So they just, they dropped the book, and then the character kind of disappeared for like three years. But what they did was they're like, okay, where's where do we have a character where we could fit this in, and what book you know, and you know they got it off the ground with the person who was writing the book, and they reintroduced the character in Ninjak. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like the concept of a backdoor pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and the thing was is that though the three issues of Ninjak that tied in with Shadow Man did so well that they're like, okay, people are definitely interested in the Shadow Man character. And then they they waited a, like they waited another six months and had another series come out that what that was its own mini series that had Ninjak and Shadow Man in it again called The Rapture. And that book did amazingly well to the point where they're like, okay, everyone, this is consistent. People want a Shadow Man book. And then they launched Shadow Man. It did well because they're like, okay, people people are interested in this. And like, that's a cool thing you could do. Like, you can do that in the Marvel titles or the DC titles. Like, okay, we don't really know if people want a a new um, a new Joker sidekick. 
Stop. No. How about uh, three? So, no, come on. Give me the punchline. <laughs> but the, you know, again, like there. Oh, oh, actually, no. Here, here's a perfect example. That made me, ha- that made me <laughs> happy. Uh, 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 so hey, do. Is there any interest in a new Iron Fist title? Okay, and the one, the one uh, book that he was part of, which was uh, Absolute Carnage, that mini did really well. That was and, that was good, and it was good, and that had him, and it, he was teamed up with Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, yeah, but and yeah. okay, go ahead. But the thing is, like you know, so it's like okay, and it's not even one of the one of the things with that is. Is it the hype of the event, or is it the hype, or is it the character that people are interested in? And when you look across the board, and you're like, "Wow, this mini sold really well," but the other minis didn't. It's like it clearly is because of the characters in the book. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny when you look. To me, at that the, was a standout book yeah, in that yeah. event too. Well, when you look at the minis overall, the one shots tend to sell better than yes, the, than event. the main. And I know we keep bringing it back to sales, but it's really the only metric that we have to see what people are reading and what they're enjoying. You know, I, I don't care about the money aspect of it. I care about getting a good thing to read. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but Iron Fist. Iron Fist is massively under misunderstood. Yeah. And he's been misunderstood forever and a day, especially in this current culture. You know, when the TV show was coming out and everybody was going, oh, God, this is so racist and blah, blah. They should have cast an Asian actor. You dumb bastards never read anything about what Iron Fist was about. He's the sacrificial freaking lamb. He's the guy who's supposed to die for the society. Why wouldn't they pick the outsider? Yeah. They want why to pick sa- the guy. Why, why sacrifice, sacrifice your one of your own? When you can sacrifice Duh. the guy that doesn't belong there. And then, and then you also have to take the basic tenor about where Power Man and Iron Fist both came from. You know, the exploitation films of the 70s versus all the kung fu hustle flicks of the same time period. Yeah. That's where the two characters come from. Yeah. You know, why else do you think you've got a huge black man and a freaking tiara and a yellow whatever the heck color shirt that is that he's wearing, you know? They even make it's, fun of it, it in the show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was man, a blouse. It was a man blouse. But the point is they even made fun of it in the show, and he's wearing a chain belt for yeah. you know half the stuff in the original run of the series. Um, but it's because they were trying to go back to that Django Unchained style moment of, yeah. hey, look, this is a strong black man, and look, he's powerful. Got it. Totally with you, man. But, and great stuff. But here's the thing. Like, and again, like, and here's the, the funny thing is, is that... So Marvel will sometimes get it. They'll be like, oh, wow, this, this Iron Fist mini that tied into this book, people were interested in, oh, yeah. and we clearly see that. Yeah. And then you'll have a thing like The Question from DC that's written by Jeff Lemire, yeah. and it's got Vic Sage. Yeah. The book did well. People were excited that Vic Sage is back. People were like, yeah, it's The Question. I can't wait to read it. It sold well. It did well. And guess what we're not getting? A fucking question book with Vic Sage because they don't we're not even getting Montoya Montoya hasn't been questioned since before New 52 or since New 52 that tells you how far out of that I am and the thing was is like everyone's been asking for years like hey like we love Vic Sage we love the old Paul uh the Paul Dini stuff was it was it no not Paul Dini uh Deco no Mm -mm. oh God. Denny O'Neill. Thank you. The Denny O'Neill question with Vic Sage. They still haven't put out a collection. Yeah. And it's like the be- it's like one of the best and things he's in the dead. Movie. Well, AT&D doesn't know what the hell to do with DC Comics. Um, They're so screwed there. But 
you know, before we before we get way out in the weeds or run over time, yeah, yeah. Jeremy's got a pile of stuff sitting in front of him. Yeah, awesome just, stuff, man. I just wanted to run through a couple other books that I'm having a ton of fun with right now. Um, Image Comics, Stillwater. So by good. Chip Zdarsky. This book is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the first issue, I wasn't really sure. Mm-hmm. By the second issue, like, this book is great. Help uh, me out. Give me something about it. The idea of this book is that... Uh, this guy ends up in his hometown. He doesn't realize it's his hometown. Uh, basically, he's he's duped into going back there. You know, great uncle dies, leaves him the property, whatever else. Right. Uh, so, this town kind of exists outside of reality. Re- pretty much, nobody okay. dies in this town. Okay. So, uh, you know, the first issue starts off with some real creepy stuff happening, and then like you slowly start to figure out what's going on. Um, I don't want to give too much more away. Good, because I have not read issue two yet. I think Inkblot looks adorable. I don't know what it's about, but I think it looks adorable. (laughs) Okay, this book, after the first book, I was like, I hate this book. This is stupid. (laughs) Uh, This is another Image Comics book. Uh, It's by Emma Kubert. Um, So the interesting thing about this book is that I didn't realize it was just going to follow the cat. So the cat is some kind of, like, uh, mischief demon of some sort. Is it like every issue is like a vignette? Like it's like every issue is kind of self-contained? It's kind of, it's, yeah, yeah. That's um, awesome. I love books like that. Because that's like... So it's like an episode of the Twilight Zone, each one with the cat. Yeah, basically. So, so I the, like this. So this sounds cat, great. The I think there's some is, like uh, common threads between them, but like yeah. I don't, we're only three books into it, so... Okay. But it's 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 great. Like it's it's cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you look at the cover and the cat looks cute. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a fun book. Like after uh, issue three, like I was sold on this. I thought I was gonna drop this immediately. And for every right for idea. anyone out there is wondering, uh, yes, Emma Kubert is related to the family of famous Kuberts. Um, next up is Shadow Service. Steve, you're reading this Adam too. Kubert. No, oh. I wanted to. I was about to make a, sh- a joke about the old video game Kubert. Oh. Uh-huh. This is a good. Uh, this is a good horror book. Which one is it, Jer? Shadow, Shadow Service. Shadow Service. Uh, this is by Vault. Um, I'm in love with this book right now, dude. Vault's been killing more. it though. Vault, Vault is killing it. Uh, also, along the lines of horror things, I want to throw out Black Caravan mm-hmm. uh, with both Star Killer, which was a fantastic book. I know Kyle hates it because it's a mix of Skeletor and it just and Darth like Vader. The, <laughs> the look of it just made me go, "What in the crap is happening here?" But I've heard from a number of people that it's actually quite enjoyable. So it it, it is uh, also uh, the Electric Black is the other book that they put out. Um, like Devin was just talking about with vignettes, uh, super the, interesting. Now it's the, almost like uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, the Electric Black though, it's kind of like it's got like that idea that it all like. All the people are going through this one specific place, right? Like, isn't this like a like a like a pawn it's shop kind of thing? Needful things. I th- I think the electric Ooh. black is just its own world almost. Okay. Okay. Um, no, no, wait a minute. You didn't tell me anything about Shadow Service. What's it about? Yeah, you just said it was a horror book. You're like, oh yeah, it's a thing. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so the the main character discovers early on in life that she's some kind of witch. Okay. And she just has, like, the ability to, like, cast spells and whatnot. And all of a sudden she's, you know, in her later years has... Not even later years, you know. Or I would imagine she's early 20s. Um, comes across this shadowy society of people. They're, like, you know, ghouls and other witches, magician kind of things. And, 
it seems like the, they're they're almost like a crime solving kind of. Okay, I was going to ask if they were point. like the yeah, Secret Service, yeah. the FBI, or whatever yeah. for witches or something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, next up, Red Sonia Mars Attacks. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a fun book. That's all I really want to say about that. Um, if you're not reading Rye currently, you're wrong. <gasps> so um, for for everyone out there, Rye is uh, from the Valiant line of books. It takes place in 4002 AD. Um, basically, it starts off in... Um, it's a very specific year, 4002. Well, it's yeah. specific, it makes sense. Uh, so the, the whole thing is like it starts off in, um, in uh, I think, Japan. New Japan. New Japan is a city that gets launched into space to escape New stuff Jack that's city. going on on Earth. Um, and now the Rye book now follows the the people of New Japan returning to Earth. Um, I don't want to give too much away about why that happens, but it's uh, also not spelled like the bread. So I mean, are you like paid by Valiant, and you just haven't told us? Okay, but like, it's, this it's is a great. Book. This is actually like, the most I've talked about Valiant in a long time. Yeah, I believe you. Dan Abnett is writing it. Uh, Jose, uh, Juan Jose Rip. I Rip, yeah. love that artist. Fantastic artist. Uh, I wasn't really looking forward to this book after the Clayton Crane run. No, uh, do Clay? But after I read the first two it, issues, there's there's a T Rex in the first issue, and it's just hard to follow. Old know American, me, got it? Yeah, I got a T Rex. It's so hard to follow <laughs> on Crane, though. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's that's like following. Who, who's, uh, who's writing that one? Uh, that was Crane, wasn't it? No, that was Kent. Oh, was that yes. Kent? Yeah, yes. it was Matt Kent and, and Clayton Crane. And he did, he and, did a oh. great job of the story, too. My favorite tell-all title. Oh, Something is Killing the Children. Boom Studios is killing it, at least in my opinion. Uh, I also want to throw out Alienated, just wrapped up. That book was fantastic. Um, I love Something's Killing the Children. Wind, also <coughs> a Boom title. This just wrapped up. I had a lot of fun with this, and I'm hoping they get into a, uh, like a second part. Uh, sorry, I'm go- I'm just going through these fast now. No, 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 I got you. Um, we only find them when they're dead. Al Ewing, and a lot of fun. Al Ewing, the guy that's writing Immortal Hulk, and D. Simone, yeah. right? Or is it? Uh, yeah. What? Yes, Simone DeMeo. Oh, Simone DeMeo. DeMeo. Okay, yeah. I also didn't realize um, you were reading. Uh, this is a pretty book. This is a very pretty book. Uh, yeah. I don't think we're far enough into it to. For me to really say that it's like beautiful. I really love the well, story at this once point. Once again, kind of like something's killing the children. What we know so far in that book is we only find them <laughs> when they're dead. So, yeah. so yeah. the base. It's, I mean, it's another one of those tell-all titles. <laughs> yeah. And the, the it's it's such the cool thing about that, and it's actually I find it fun that because it's Al Ewing, and Al Ewing actually did the he did a similar story to this when he was writing for Marvel, which was. Um, he was doing Ultimates when the when the Ultimates book became part of the main Marvel line, and they were basically finding out the the Ultimates were finding out that someone was killing gods, like celestials and like things that someone like in the Marvel books chains eternity. Yeah, and it's like that's daunting to me. Like that book actually like existentially like it was just one of those things like. I couldn't even imagine fathoming like the like running into something of that magnitude. Well, it's 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 exactly like yeah. like I said initially. It's like yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy bit with nowhere when they go to nowhere and they're farming this you know cerebral fluid from nowhere to create this that and the other damn thing. Yeah. This is the same type of token. Yeah. Except now they might find a living one in their universe. They've never yeah. found a living one. So this is, I think the one problem with this book mm. is that I. 
I'm not even going to get into it yet because I think it's going to spoil it. Um, okay. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it's just this whole concept of like, these are beings that, like, we don't know anything about. Like, they did they create the universe? Like, uh, you know, what, like what is their importance to the universe? Like, have you guys read issue three yet? I have not I read, read issue three, three, one and two. Okay. Because um, there's only three into it now, so yeah, yeah. Let's move on from this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and Unkindness of Ravens. Oh, I love that book. Which I, is which is also, by the way, my favorite animal grouping name. Because an unkindness <laughs> of raven is, is actually the proper grouping for when you have a group of ravens together. So the the funny thing for for me, like I I can't read a story if the art is bad. Like I have to like both. Yeah, with uh, it. I am not giant into the art on this book. Shame. But so far, like I I'm enjoying the story. Um, mean I, Girls I, meets the craft. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I need to throw out there? That's the best way I have to word it. You don't even go here, you witch. Is I feel like nobody is talking about this other book, uh, Big Girls. Big Girls 2? Don't cry. That's like... No, it's it's... called Big Girls 2, isn't it? No, it's no. that was they just put the issue numbers oh, like okay. giant. It on looked the book. no, it looked like a like a movie cover. Yeah. No, but yeah, like so like yeah, big girls is like they fight kaiju, right? Like isn't that like the They're basically kaiju themselves. It's it's I don't know. Oh, it's I like a disease of some sort. Like, yeah, I don't know giant what monster. Like Godzilla's God, a kaiju. Yeah. So uh, basically it's it's like some t- type of disease that like kids are born with at some point in this distant future or whatever, like um Females just end up being big versions of themselves, but males turn into these like horrific monsters over time. It's weird. Oh, it's dying. it's really weird, but it's fun. Um, Modern society all wrapped up in a nutshell. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> Me too. The men are always monsters. <laughs> you too. Yeah. Um, also from Boom Seven Secrets. Love that book. So Started much. out super slow. Got real good, real quick. Uh, real quick, just a side, just a side note though. For people like for Boom though, like you, they, they're killing on like their original stuff. But the other thing too that was surprising is how well they've done with the Power Rangers franchise. Yeah. To the point where the thing is now branched off into two new books. Yeah. I, I hate the crap out of the Power Rangers in general, but I've heard nothing but good things from the people that actually like it. Everybody who's reading it tells me it's a fantastic. I'm not a Power Rangers guy myself, so that's that's probably the only boom thing that I'm not reading. No, it's just like for like uh, initially for me, like the original run there that they did before they switched over to the two new titles was that. Where are they? Huh? Oh, the two new titles are Mighty Morphin, and then the uh, other one is just called Power Rangers. Ah. Um, Because it's split into two two teams, uh, one that's kind of dealing with time and space stuff, and then the other one that's kind of just dealing with like still in the main continuity mm-hmm. yeah. um and that's one of the things that i oh, that i really liked about this was they've gone back and they've reinserted themselves into into the power rangers continuity and it still works into the greater scheme of the things which is yeah. really cool yeah just just a quick point of clarification there the reason i don't like power rangers is i actually grew up with original five lion voltron yeah power the rangers voltron is yeah so, Stated for the record. Um, oh. Uh, also, Image Comics, John Layman's Chew, the follow-up series. Uh, they're detectives that eat things. Eat food. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> they eat things. Well, it's, the, it's, it's a I little really, odd. I'm really the, enjoying well, this. Well, so the original premise to Chew, which originally was like really interesting to me, was the fact that... And it was spelled C-H-E-W instead yeah. of C-H-U like well, it is now. Well, Chew, it's, it's his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And it's actually because the... It's their last name. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but the but co- I'm saying the original series was spelled one yeah, way, the yeah, new yeah. one spelled a different yeah. way. Yeah. Um, the funny, the, the funny thing about the book when they, the original concept, uh, like I, I thought, I think it went on way too long, the original series, but the concept was really cool because it was this he, you know, he has this ability where he couldn't eat anything that was that had been alive, because the minute he eats the flesh of anything that had lived. He gets all the memories. He gets all the memories, and he gets right up to like how they die. So he's like, "I can't, I can't eat meat. Like, I just can't do it." You know, not because I don't want to. It's because this is horrible for me. Forced vegetarianism. So Which is this is kind of like the prequel to yeah, to so, Chew, correct? Uh, it's both. Okay. Um, but so the th- so what winds up happening is in the first issue of Chew, the original series, they're tr- they're trying to solve this murder. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna have like some, some like some nice like soup, and it's like it's supposed to be like a vegan soup or whatever. And I guess like at one point the, I guess the, instead of using tofu or whatever, the cook at the restaurant was, was like getting rid of the people he was killing, and by like, putting him into into the soup as tofu, and he eats the food, and he's like, fuck, this guy's a murderer, and like that was like the whole thing. So like. That's how he was solving crimes. Was he would like have to take a piece of stuff at the murder scene so to now, be like? So now he's an involuntary cannibal and an involuntary. Well, that's that's what happens vegetarian. in one of the new issues here. Is that that's that's how he's they're showing he's figuring out like what's going on. Yeah, you know, uh, without getting too far into it. I feel like the original series was way more wacky than yeah. this current one. This current one seems to be far more serious. But again, I'm I'm enjoying it, and it, I feel like it's this is. Like subject matter that I would normally not care about, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, to wrap up my stuff real quick, um, two books that I was really excited for. <laughs> that uh, I'm laughing at the second one. That I don't know. I don't. If you read them, don't be mad at me. Uh, <laughs> Voyage to the Stars from IDW, and Sympathy for No Devils from Aftershock. Uh, read at your own risk. Yeah. And my yeah. last book. Ninjas and Robots, Keen Spot Comics, Eric Klaus. Eric Klaus, by the way, is awesome. He, uh, Eric, please come visit October Country Comics. Definitely. Please. You, you're awesome, and thank you for helping us out when there was the that shortage of that first issue. Yes, thank you for helping me out, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other people bought it, too. Uh, I just bought a lot of it. Yeah. Um, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Eric's artwork is... Very original. It's it's one of a kind. Um, the story is all over the place right Dude, it's, now. Dude, it's it's ninjas and robots. And robots. <laughs> are they ninja it's, robots? It's ninjas and robots. Yes, they are also ninja robots. Um, we need to get Derek to check this out. This this is such a fun book. This you is this trade. is currently my favorite book, and it's really just for the art. Like it's just. To me, this is something different. It's it's special for what it is. Um, I, I would highly recommend this book to anybody. Uh, and really, if you can find an issue number one right now, get it. Because they're fairly rare. Shooting up. Um, so. e- even, the, even the second issue, um, which a sweet part of this is that the, the back of each book lists how many copies are out there of each variant. Nice. Uh, and they're, they're main. And they're very limited quantity so uh 
just pick it up for the art, if nothing else. Yeah. You'll have fun with it. You know, there's two that we need to mention at callbacks that we currently have sitting around in the store that I think are both really fun. Is one because some people didn't ever get into it back in that day, um, which is we have the special edition, uh, the Crow, the J.O. Bar story. The yes, Crow right the now. original Crow. And that, that's really a heck of a good story even today. Still stands up. Art's still really fun and interesting if you haven't seen it. And then the other one's an even further callback, and that's Dune. Because we've been selling a whole bunch of Dune stuff. Yeah, recently. another boom book. Yeah, the, yeah. the it, boom it book from book. Dune yeah. is really pretty. You know, the, yep. it's gorgeous. I mean, we we should all know the story by now, but another um, unique way to tell it and really well done. So yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of stuff out there for you know again for everyone to check out. I mean, we we've gone through a, a, a not even I would say not even uh, an eighth. Of our library of stuff that we have, like oh, this, shit, there's not even an eighth of the stuff from this week. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's even plenty more, and there's a you know, it, it, it's all there's a lot of stuff out there that's fun. Yeah. So I mean, I would say check out anything. If there's anything else anyone wants to add, oh, if, if I'm I'm not big into Marvel these days, mainly because of events, just giant tie-in events. Too many. Yep. There's too many of them. But I will say this: uh, I don't think any of you guys have read it. Empire was fantastic. It's just too bad that they... that, that story got gutted by COVID. Um, there were so many cool things that happened in that book, and they weren't over the top like their normal, you know, like yeah. normal Fantastic Four book or the Avengers books. That's way over the top these days. Well, uh, it was a good story, and the whole Cree Scroll Alliance I thought was fantastic. And it just sucks that so many books got cut. Well, from. it's so weird. Like the, some of the books that they chose to cut because, like, that's one of the reasons why we're not seeing another issue of Black Panther until February, because they had to completely rework the entire book because that issue that tied in with Empire, where like they go and try to take over Wakanda, that was integral to the entire plot of the main book. Yeah. And now they had to rework the whole thing. Aren't they all going to be plants now or something? Oh, that was. <laughs> but it was actually to me it was a, actually an original Marvel story, uh, like something that I had not read from them yet. You know, like you were saying earlier, it's everything that you read from Marvel is something that you read in the past. For, I mean, this, for this me, was it, different. for me, it felt very secret invasiony, where like, when the scrolls kind of like were infiltrating, oh, like yeah. scrolls. But I think you got you got a cool history of some of that stuff in in Empire. Uh, my my only my only drawback to Empire, and it's the same drawback I have to most Marvel events, is you got all the way to the end, they wrapped everything up, and they're like, "Ha ha, it's leading into another event." And I was like, uh. "Man, you couldn't have just ended it and just been done." Like, it's cool that that's gonna happen later on in the future, but you could have just let me have this ending. So how long? Just have, for a minute. How long have the scrolls been around? Just give me a rough ballpark. Six years. And... Some feels about right. About sixty years. Yeah, it's yeah. twenty twenty. So I mean, you know, sixty years ish. Yeah. Consistently, the scrolls have been the bad guys. Oh, they're still the bad guys. I know, in the books. Yes. Which is well, why I hate when they try to retcon things in the movies to make it different than what they've had in sixty years of standing. The scrolls are the bad guys. Yeah. The scrolls yeah. are always yeah. the However, bad though, guys. However, though, for the super scroll, I know. No, no, no. They, they've had other scrolls characters that have been, you know. They've helped out, or they just don't want so to be they're, part they're of So they're the Dritz Doerden of the Skrulls? Well, I think at, at the end of this book, the Alliance is still strong with Hulkling ruling over it. Yeah, but he's going to... Clearly we see that he's going to F it up. 
Well, isn't he the Chris Kroll? He's the Chris Kroll, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's also. He's married to Wanda and. uh, He's married to Wiccan. Yeah, he's married to Wanda and Vision's imaginary kid who came back. Did you guys? (laughs) That's the best way to work that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the last issue where, and I never thought about this the whole time, where they start talking about the weapons that the Kotati are using, and they bring in that the the woman. To check him out that like traitor woman or whatever she I, I don't know what she really was yeah yeah but uh she's supposed to be able to examine anything and know it's like you know value and where it came from and at the end of it she's like i have no clue where these came from and she says she thinks it's part of the or weapons from the first race so i think we're gonna get like another completely different race of beings so that we haven't met the yet celestials no, not necessarily. Um, I mean, with the Marvel, with the Marvel cosmetology, I mean, it's weird because cosmetology you, or cosmology. Cosmology. I'm yeah, sorry. you said cosmetology. I was going to say. I, I know what I'm, I said. I'm picturing Galactus it's and Drag. Late. No, yeah. the way you said it, yeah. I'm just picturing Galactus and Drag. You know, coming to eat your planet. Cosm- I love this. His his co- <laughs> big the, platform shoes. The Marvel I love cos- it. The Marvel cosmology. <laughs> cosmetology. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's. Because that's also that's also really weird because Galactus, like when you start getting into things like that, like you start yeah, becomes pre this universe. He's pre yeah, this yeah. universe. He's like the only surviving thing from the last universe. Yeah. So I mean, it depends on what they Except mean by that first for, race. Right. Like, so are we talking about the first universe, like before it died and was like? So th- there's so many things they could do. And God it, with a capital G and his traveling companions. Uh, I mean, what, what are we talking about? It's here? crazy. Like it, they. I thought the weird part, though, is that they're like, oh, you can keep the weapons. We're taking the batteries. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> that might be a dead giveaway of, eh, you might want the batteries instead. <laughs> well, if you can't use the weapon because you don't have the batteries, you know. I mean, that kind of... Um, it's like giving a kid a gun with no bullets in it. It's still not a great plan, but it's better than if you gave him the bullets. But you know what? This isn't even leading into, like one event this is leading into multiple events right now i know and that's marvel like again. multiple events. marketing like, marketing marketing that like that iron man uh that age of darkness or whatever the hell it was when is that coming out? oh the thing that started in avengers yeah <laughs> yeah i thought they kind of just like didn't they just sweep that under the rug they like cut it yeah, well it was supposed to be like because tony was trapped in the past and then you found out the stuff about his dad and mephisto and then Right, and then, like, right. he got back yeah. to the present, yeah. and then that was it. Yeah, by the way, that Age of Conscious storyline or arc was fantastic. I just don't understand why it was only in the Avengers that that occurred and nothing that, else. The end of that story arc upset me because it ju- it proved to me the that, like... The beginning of that story arc upset you. Yes. Not as uh, much as it did you. There was a lot of things that upset me, no. but it was it was pretty but cool. The, they, they did it. He did a good enough job explaining certain things, but the end of it... Which was they they all rallied and they all beat they all beat him they all beat Moon Knight and I was like and he was like what the hell is wrong with you people I was literally gonna save the universe and they're like yeah but you beat us up so we're gonna take care of it now they're, you're gonna die yes. like you want to join the team <laughs> they're like he's like yeah that's great you're gonna die like we had one chance thanks Avengers. <laughs> Earth's, Good job assembling. Earth's mightiest wow, wow, heroes. Wow. And the fact that, that Tony knows it right away that, you know. Yeah. He's like. They're basically fucked now. He's like, oh, we, 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 
We might have overstepped on this one, guys. I did think it, I, I like that that whole like panel or two where Kanshu was just like killing alternate reality Mephisto's like over and over again. I thought that was kind of cool. I no, my favorite panel in the entire run is how quickly and how easily he destroys crap bag Ghost Rider. Oh. He just takes the car. I'm, yeah, I'm he just pretty, walks up, takes I'm the car. I'm pretty sure that's not how you gain Ghost Rider powers. Just steal the Yeah, vehicle. but he walked up and it. took the car. Right. Nobody's ever stolen okay. the vehicle before. All right, all right. <laughs> this is this is another sucks. This, this, is whole, this is the next podcast. We're going to talk about the. We could talk about the Avengers run of Jason Aaron, but for now, we we've we've given everyone plenty to think about. There's a lot of stuff out there. It's time for us to say our goodbyes for the evening. This has been another October Country Comics podcast with Devin. Well, Harley Conan. Rick Headshot. Oh. <laughs> Kyle, and for God's sake, turn off your damn television and read something. Thank you, Dad. I second that. Night.